and welcome to Pod Spirit, episode 22. I'm Hazel. And I'm Nikki. Hello. <laughs> and this is uh, the first episode that we've recorded since our collab video came out. How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> in, in the wake of that video. Uh, in, the, in the fucking, in the, in the aftermath. <laughs> uh yeah yeah let me let me look at let me look at my twitter followers um yeah okay so the day before like i literally looked at it but the day before for like whatever reason i forget what it was i think it's because i just recently passed 600 and i was like oh mm. and, and and uh i got a follower like just randomly and stuff and i was like just so the day before the video dropped i was like i think it was like 604 603 now i have 663 um hey let's go i'm I've, surprised it's not more what the fuck are people doing well, <laughs> youtube is like fucking making the description shrink constantly yeah. <laughs> so like i i don't think people are thinking to check there it's still like overwhelming to me and so because because like yeah like, definitely it's like a revolving door of homies keep like kind of pouring in and i'm like i don't even know what to do with it i'm like Wow, that this is this is wild. I hope they all come to my stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they fucking better. Or uh, especially yeah. because I feel like the uh, the area of of anime and manga that you cover is like almost opposite to me. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I've been so, thinking. So, yeah. yeah. In fact, we should talk about that right now. It's the first time we've recorded since you started doing that. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I. I uh, yeah. More importantly, fuck this stupid video. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well like all right yeah just just it's it's like not even like a big thing or whatever it's not like a super big like story or whatever it's very spur of the moment basically the story is uh and i think i mentioned this last pod spirit was uh i uh i'm on a mac now and uh i think it was like directly after the last pod spirit i decided to do it so so the fact i'm on a mac now and i was like so like honestly like floored by like just how much like more i was able to do with this computer than i was with the last like cheap piece of shit windows computer i was using that um uh, uh i decided like oh well let me see if i can like stream on it and i was kind of looking at obs stuff i was like setting it up and i kept noticing that like the cpu usage was like only like floating around like 10 percent or something like that and i was like oh wow so this is like like whenever i would record something just to test and i was like oh that's like <laughs> a world's difference from what i would have been able to get on my old thing so i was like let me just let me just try like streaming and uh i've i have had this idea for a while that like uh i'm a huge nerd for shonen jump and like just the magazine and uh uh reading a whole bunch of stuff on the app and kind of like uh tracking you know what things are going in and out of serialization because it's a it's a fucking dog eat dog world <laughs> out there and uh uh i had been thinking for a while it'd be fun to do like a sunday afternoon stream where i'm like like i'll, I'll drink some coffee and i'll just chat about the new chapters with people uh i explicitly and even though like it would probably be better for like engagement i explicitly don't want to do like a read-along like reaction thing just because like i just want to like i like, like i don't know i just i don't want you guys there when i'm reading stuff like 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 what if i cry or or like or something you know like what if it's like chainsaw man chapter like 
what was it, 80 something or whatever? Like the gun. Any. Chapter any. Chapter any of them. Or like a big One Piece (laughs) chapter and stuff. I don't want to cry. And so, like, yeah, so, so, uh, I I don't want to do that, but it's just me, like, on a webcam, kind of just like talking shit and stuff. I, 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 uh, uh, I take in like recommendations from people that that are reading other stuff, and I'm just like, like try and sell me on it, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. This is like a fun yeah. hangout thing. I'm trying to figure out game stuff, uh, audio stuff on the Mac is weird, so like I'm having to figure that out. But uh, it's like a work in progress, and it's probably gonna turn out to be something that's like a prelude to like, if I ever decide to start doing videos again it would probably be in that realm so yeah uh it would probably be something that would feed into itself uh but i've been having fun with it and it was very spur of the moment i was like i bet i could do this and i did it and then like people people are liking it so yeah it's super fun yeah it's been great yeah yeah and uh uh doing the video it's uh, like uh, I'm so glad to see like your posts where you're talking about it performing really well. Um, yeah, it's yeah. been a, a big relief. I was totally comfortable with the idea of putting that video out and then not really ga- gaining much traction. Yeah, and I more or less expect that it's going to cap out at a certain point, and I'm comfortable with that. Uh, but the response has been really overwhelmingly positive, despite my being gone for two whole months because yeah. I was dealing with a repetitive stress injury that was really impacting my ability to get work done yeah um i, th- I think that's definitely so like the biggest I'm pretty pleased yeah that's that's definitely like the hugest relief is that like yeah. p- people people are honestly super chill with yeah you. like i don't know I, I feel like people are generally chill with that anyway because i think uh enough content creators i hate saying that yeah but it's i think like, to, toward the end of this year we saw a lot of people yeah coming out and saying like look i need to to change yeah, shit up yeah. like it's it's become it's become like uh enough it's become common knowledge now that that youtube is actually hard very hard work so uh i think people are generally a lot more accepting of that so it's nice to know that like you know uh God, I hate I hate that I have this comparison just in my pocket because I know people uh, make the comparison and it's really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but but like it, it's nice to know that that whenever like Tim Rogers is able to take like a nine month break in between Tokimeki Memorial and like Cyberpunk, uh, those videos and stuff, it's not just because he's Tim Rogers and stuff and and it, like like it's it's because like. Like people, people can like. I mean, th- that obviously has well, to do with it. Well, you know what was interesting but... is like, uh, and I guess I should have observed this because yeah. I'm pretty sure during the time that he was away, his videos got more popular. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. As as hype built for this next one, uh, uh, for the cyberpunk one, and f- something similar happened to me right toward the end of the year. Um, my a few of my videos randomly took off in 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 the algorithm again and yeah. that totally allowed me to coast through all of this yeah so, uh, which was really incredible i don't know if it was just like a stroke of luck or yeah. if it was like if there's some kind of weird uh unseen hand going on with youtube right but, uh, i was pretty stoked about that i gotta say yeah yeah uh not to say n- not not to 
uh speak too much to like youtube's praises or whatever right and stuff because like uh 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 like they're doing a lot of people are really uh uh uh, antsy about the idea of praising YouTube for anything, but I do really ho- wholeheartedly oh. believe that for what they are, yeah, you know, I I I can't imagine that that anything else in its place would be anything different. That's you know? yeah, no, like I I agree with you and stuff. Uh, I I was actually uh, like uh I was gonna say that like uh because I also did another really cool thing lately uh where uh there's that guy who's like a big uh uh like one piece and dragon ball like youtuber and uh uh he, he had like huge swaths of his stuff completely taken down stricken and stuff because oh, toei fuck. animation and stuff was like going yeah. crazy and stuff and toei toei was on my ass when i was making common writer videos and stuff so yeah uh, they seem so, particularly rough yeah yeah so, so so i so i knew all too well what he was going through and stuff but apparently uh they they are uh, like uh uh toei had like 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 youtube had found that like t- t- like um the way that that toei was doing it in some way like like was like contradictory with like the terms of service and stuff so they like reversed a lot of it and uh uh they also like uh oh no i think they're like enforcing that like that like japan's uh uh like ip laws can't be enforced on youtube and stuff like like there's like a different like they made some sort of judgment call on the situation that actually shook out really well <laughs> so and i was like really impressed by it uh, uh and uh uh so um and this this is just something i read on twitter so i may be getting things really wrong so uh my bad but uh but that that that's something that i was i was i was looking at and i was uh uh impressed with youtube on that level too and th- but then like yeah. but then the other side of the coin is youtube's like oh man what if what if we did nfts though and it's like oh man a classic it's so fucking classic lame. youtube like, i i don't understand how youtube as a platform is able to look at this yeah. with the amount of of experience that they have right <laughs> and and think to themselves like yeah there's going to continue to be money in this like a yeah. fucking course not <laughs> i i've said it a billion times and i'll say it one more this is a bubble that's like a, a week away from bursting yeah I, I like everybody who's involved with this is going to make such a tremendous ass out of themselves when it all collapses that like at this point i don't really even see the energy in dunking on particular people who are engaging with it because they're gonna get their fucking comeuppance in 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 about a month yeah 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 it's it's like it's an entire like movement quote unquote that's like built on uh the type of the type of dude that like explains things only in the most complex ways so he can seem like the smart one uh for knowing what how it works and then you still don't know how it works because he's explaining it super badly uh it's it's like it's like all for that type of guy and stuff who thinks he's re- getting really rich and is like in these like discord bubbles with a bunch of other guys that are exactly like that and stuff and they're all just like laughing to themselves about all the money they're going to make and then they're not going to make it and they're actually going to lose a lot. Um uh uh on a sim- on a similar note that also happened a couple weeks ago uh or last week. Um god I'm so happy 
that the Shonen Jump thing that they were teasing wasn't NFTs and it was just some they, sh- they shitty had merch to store. Have, like that had to have been <laughs> intentional, right? I don't like, know. Like they had to have gone into that being like, all right, we're going to make it sound like this is an NFT thing. I, I, I actually, And then reveal that it's not and it'll be really clever because I, I, outrage over something that they can't stay mad about is better than than getting people hype genuinely i saw like the way they phrased yeah. that was so leading yeah i saw um i don't but i don't know though i like i i, I would also give it up to to Shueisha and like viz and all those parties to be as clueless as possible about like like yeah in, in some respects like uh i, I also saw like uh uh someone uh who their Twitter bio their Twitter bio said that they were a writer for Forbes. So maybe 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 they know things and stuff. But they made a claim that uh that that they had that that they knew that that like uh uh at Viz whenever that tweet was like getting like turbo shitted on by everybody and stuff. They were really confused. <laughs> they were like what what's going on why and i i don't i don't know i still don't know if i buy that and stuff but i also kind of do buy it either way uh what i'm not gonna buy is uh all the uh, really lame like streetwear merch that they're selling <laughs> stuff that actually was the thing they were teasing oh <laughs> uh, like uh yeah. Yeah, it, it, I it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's like it's like stuff you see on like a bootleg merch website or something. Like it's not even like, and it doesn't even come in like, yeah, that it just many looks sizes. Like some fucking AliExpress bullshit. Yeah, and it doesn't even come in like very many sizes too. Like I can't fit in a lot of the shirts and stuff. Like, <sighs> I don't know. It's just like goofy. <laughs> it's just so goofy. You know what I thought it was? You know, you know what I really wanted it to be? I wanted it to be that uh, that they open up the reader survey. To, to decide what series stays and, and what leaves and stuff. They they open it up to, like, not just... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not just physical I buyers. I wonder if they haven't done that. Uh, I don't know. It, it, like, I got... Like, I remember <laughs> they had the Reader survey in yeah. uh, uh, physical volumes. Yeah. Although, I guess maybe then it was to, to gauge interest on what they should continue yeah. publishing in the West. Th- that's that's probably what it was. everything's getting brought over it, it doesn't quite matter so much. Yeah, because like outside of Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach and stuff, everything in there was like super old in the American magazines. Like everything was like from the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the uh, I don't know. I, I kind of waffle honestly. Uh, sometimes between like, would it be a good thing or a bad thing if if if, if, if like <laughs> if if we had a say, is it like right? Like Ugh. like like some of, some of the garbage that I see people champion and stuff. Sometimes I'm like, no. <laughs> so like, if too many of you think this, yeah. and like you're gonna make my life yeah. worse, and so like like maybe we should just put it all up to like the the 12 to 18 year old uh, uh, boys demographic and <laughs> that read show yeah. to jump in the majority. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, no, the the, uh, the 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 response to the video has been wild. I've gotten a whole bunch of really nice things sent to me about it and stuff. Yeah, uh, everyone who's yeah. mentioned your section has praised it immensely. Yeah, that I don't know that that was that was wild to me because like uh, I hadn't written like a script like that in uh, quite some time, and I just kind of like I I that was honestly like 
first draft I just sent it to you you were like this is great and I'm like I guess I'm not changing it and then <laughs> and then yeah and then I yeah perf- I performed it and then sent it off and then immediately was like it set in I was like oh what if it's all stupid secretly and then, <laughs> and, and I was like that'll be okay and uh yeah then people have been talking to me it's uh, like a I hadn't I got an Instagram DM from a uh from an old Tumblr mutual that I haven't talked to in years that was like, hey, yeah, so I'm a fan of Hazel's videos and you showed up and I <laughs> and I had no clue. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I show up yeah, in I've had a, weird places. A, a lot of people I know have been having that recently. Yeah. Uh, it's always very surreal for me. <laughs> like Alyssa will tell me like uh, she has friends who are like, wait a minute. Why is Alyssa in a Hazel video? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Uh yeah, I, I, I have a friend in uh in uh New Orleans, like a really close friend of mine and stuff, and and like they have a friend uh that was like like that like posted about like one of your videos and stuff and then and then Yeah. Yeah, and then they were like, Oh yeah, my friend's friends with them. And so 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 now it's like come full circle and we're now I'm in the video and uh yeah but uh yeah now everybody's got to bow down to you I'm old hat now <laughs> oh man this is me passing the torch to you I, I, I was I was glad I could contribute though I, I was uh like I was interested in like uh you know uh in in, in seeing like because I didn't know anything about your script, really. So so I was interested in how my points were like... Yeah, I didn't a... give you shit, did I? I don't think I had... <laughs> yeah. I think you finished your section before I had written anything but the intro. Oh, oh the wow. The incredibly okay. dated intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, I, I like... Uh, so I was, like, surprised to see kind of, like... Oh, yeah, like, it does, like, really fit and stuff into, like, the overall arc of the video where it's kind of, like burrowing deeper and deeper down into like yeah comfy rpgs and stuff before finally going like here is just the one here i found my one yeah you know uh yeah yeah which is really sweet um yeah i uh i'm really proud of that thing yeah uh you made me such a like sorry sorry I was, I was, it, it was <laughs> go on <laughs> like for for as as much as it was miserable to uh have to slave over that thing for as long as i did yeah i really do feel like um the process of making it and finishing it was very like it was a straight line in a lot of ways yeah and that made it very like fun and refreshing to work on mm. like uh the amount of time it took to make the Elfin Laid video was like taxing in pretty much every regard. It was physically taxing, it was uh, exhausting, it was mentally taxing, but I was really proud of the outcome. Like that to me was was more or less what making a Twinkle Park record is like. Uh, whereas mm. putting out that video was just kind of like, I'm just gonna have as much fun with this as possible. Um, and And I'm really happy that the kind of energy that I wanted to put into it is exactly what people are getting out of it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, it's just a super like, just, just fun kind of look and like, uh, exploration and celebration of the genre and stuff. Like, like, yeah. like I, I think, I think you did a great job of like covering things that just like weren't the classics, which are like the classics are, are like, basically all a lot of people want to like focus on and stuff are like the yeah, classics and the really for. long running series and stuff 
Um, which is cool. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was really happy watching it and stuff. Like it was, it's just a super fun, it was a comfy video and stuff. Like it's like, yeah. like, you know, it may not be Christmas anymore, but it's still really fucking cold. So I was, <laughs> it is. I made tea while we were getting ready because I was like, I just need something hot to hold in my hands. I'm actually, I'm actually turning on a space heater right this second because I'm like, nice i'm chilly I'm, I'm really fucking chilly right now uh but yeah yeah i was i was super happy to see it come out and stuff i'm happy that that like uh you know you're able to make it like like comfortably and stuff you know you weren't you weren't working like 23 yeah, hour this days is the, you know? the first video <laughs> where there was a i mean there was a clean break uh and i worked on it almost exclusively within a nine to five schedule and didn't work outside of that and it gave me time to do a lot of other shit um and now i'm starting this next video and it is 100 percent done within like a reasonable uh ethical time frame which is really exciting hell fucking yeah uh, yeah it's been great for me i've had time to cook again Cooking. cooking so much cooking's great um it also gave me time to uh listen to a few records oh yeah <laughs> yeah Tell i mean me. i've only listened to two new two new records in the interim uh because I, i've come to realize that i really take my time with music these days yeah um i am really uh I'm really interested in just kind of like letting something really kind of like sit with me and, and really kind of like fully formulate an opinion on it. If it really clicks with me once to the yeah. point where like there are bands who have like entire discographies that I just like have not listened to because I'm still satisfied with like their one record, uh, which is why I've only listened to two records by two different bands. Uh, one is, the record uh los angeles by uh the brilliant green which uh is a band that was formed by uh tommy february 6 and her husband back in 2000 yeah. the late 90s early 2000s uh and it was really great um really really good like pop songwriting put into like a really fresh uh shoegaze format that just like really uh impresses me as someone who brings a lot of both of those things to my music <clears throat> uh not too much to say beyond that um i just uh i like tommy february 6 a whole lot uh <laughs> so it was cool to find something else of hers that i also really enjoy uh and then the other thing is uh i've been a fan of judy and mary for a long time but for a long time it was really hard to find anything of theirs uh beyond like a few singles on youtube and like dog shit quality because yeah. they were in that weird limbo that a lot of japanese bands were in for a long time where they were uh their music was like integrated enough into an online system for their shit to get flagged instantly and uh region blocked but were not integrated enough to be on streaming services but that changed at some point recently so i was able to finally start listening to albums of theirs all proper 
Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of their record Miracle Diving from 1995. Um, the way that I've been describing it to people is like, if you take the the kind of like standard like uh, indie jangly twinged uh, Japanese pop music of the era, and then you just like you brought Jesus and Mary Chain guitars into it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking incredible. Like I hear you. I knew I really liked that band from those singles, but the the record as a whole is like every new song is like okay well clearly we've got through like the initial three song run wh where like everything is really like front loaded but then it just keeps happening until the record finishes <laughs> it's crazy it's like overwhelming there's not like a dull minute anywhere in it it's uh it's uh like we gotta like coin a term for it or something because i think we talked about this with our like uh, with our power pop conversation a couple episodes ago. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Like, like there's a phenomenon of like certain power pop albums are just able to pull that shit the fuck off and like be just really short. Very much power, so one of those records. Yeah. But what's crazy is this is like a 40 minute album. That's awesome. <laughs> Fucking yeah. That rules. It's wild. Oh my God. Uh, I've been listening to like the absolute opposite of like, <laughs> or like not the absolute opposite, <laughs> but just like, uh, really like not pop stuff and stuff. Uh, uh, today, yeah. actually I was checking out for the first time because I have some friends, uh, in, uh, one of my old, uh, dis uh, discord haunts or whatever that, uh, that really <laughs> boost this album. Uh, uh, so I was, I listened to, uh, uh, warnings, uh, 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 oh fuck what, what's the name of the album it's like watching from a it's watching from a distance by warning and it's like it's like drone metal but it's not it's not really like metal it, it's it's like oh no like uh it, it's it's just not it's it's not drone the, metal sorry what is the name of the record it's called watching from a distance by warning uh okay i'm gonna and, listen to a little of this and uh yeah but like it's 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 very drone but like the uh uh the vocal style completely takes it a different direction uh and um but like oh no it's it, it's not it's not characteristic of drone metal in the way that you would think it is like it's not it's not like super oppressive really and stuff it's just yeah. really like it's just really forlorn and sad and uh uh, the dude singing is like actually like gorgeous because he's just like singing over this shit and stuff. And it's like it's like a it's like a uh, like a sad alt rock song in like slow motion. And that usually isn't this dude kind of sounds like Michael Stipe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like it usually like they're British and stuff like and it, it usually isn't yeah. my thing. But there's something about just like how simple that <sighs> that, that record is that it's able to like completely and utterly work for me and stuff like uh like th there's this yeah totally that makes sense there's something kind of magical to just like how like bare bones it is and stuff because it all kind of just sounds like the same song a lot of it runs together but it'll like <laughs> but like like the dude will sing a line just right and hit just like just the the like these specific notes for me and it just fucking like sends me like just reeling because I'm just like, fuck, that's like, it's just an incredible moment. It reminds me of like certain, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm like really like, uh, like, ha like having a hard time trying to like pull, uh, comparisons for it and stuff. But I feel like I've, I've, I've had similar moments listening to like 
uh, certain like uh, typo negative songs were like the doodle just like hit like like a chorus and just like the exact way like vocal wise and and it just like I don't know just nails it for me makes the whole song worth yeah. it and so it'll be like an eight yeah, minute song totally. it'll be like an eight minute song and he'll hit like a line and I'll be like fuck <laughs> like, this yeah is fucking perfect um but yeah I don't know just just uh it it's it's a good it's it's a great album I think you know uh, uh they only have two albums and everyone really talks about this one so I'm kind of like I'll probably listen to the other one at some point and stuff. I'm kind of like yeah. comfortable chilling with this. Uh and uh uh like you know, I it, it's it's a relatively short listen. It's like 40 minutes, but it's like it's only five songs and like I don't know, it's just it's just so it's just it's nice to have it on in the background and just kind of have it just like happen to you. Uh but yeah, I I, I was I was really enjoying that today. Uh but over the past couple weeks I've been like uh having a real a real deep dive moment with uh uh with this with a, a Japanese band called Gazon uh who I discovered because I was listening to the Hakushi Has uh, no uh not Hakushi Hasuko I was listening to uh the Hatano Hirofumi album that I was talking about last week or last episode and uh I like it, it, it like finished and then Spotify just like threw another song at me and it threw DNA by by Gazon and it's like, it, for one, it's completely unlike basically all of their other songs. Like, it's it's like a five minute like pop song with like uh just like really just like a really infectious, very repetitive like guitar like like uh uh, uh riff, and uh it, it just like I don't know like it just it's amazing, <laughs> and uh, uh I I it really really clicked with me of like for the first like couple minutes I was like okay I'm just gonna let this one ride because like the the vocalist is very interesting to me uh kind of hits kind of hits a, a, a spongebob notes <laughs> like uh like some people <laughs> accuse uh Adam of shouts out Adam it's the most <laughs> ridiculous shit in it's, the entire it's world so, I can't believe people actually say yeah, that it, shit it's so dumb it's so dumb and everything but uh uh but uh but my, my to the people like uh, which is his name, <laughs> like her stage name or whatever uh, is, uh, my to the people has like such a, such a distinctly nasal, like just very high pitched voice. And, uh, it was so interesting that I was like, I'm going to let this one ride. And it like, it impressed me so much. That I was like, let me listen to the whole album. And I turned on the, and I started track one and, the rest of the album was completely fucking different in like a really cool way. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I see, I see memes or whatever sometimes where it's like, uh, uh, it's like people complaining about like, Oh man, you'll find a song by an artist. And it's like, Oh, this is really cool. And then you listen to the, their other work and it's like, Oh, none of it's like the song I liked. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool <laughs> when that happens to me is I'm like, Oh wait, did I just went on on a limb on this one. And then, like, that got popular and stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just think that's, I think that's neat most of the time and stuff. But a lot of people look at it as, like, a negative thing. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so, so their album Silence Will Speak really, really impressed me. Uh, though, I, I think, I think it has, like, three or four really strong songs. And then the other ones I kind of don't really think about very much. But, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, their their most recent album, uh, uh, Clue, or Clue, I don't know how to pronounce it and stuff, but but uh, it's like K-L-U-E, is like mm. one, of, one of the most incredible album experiences I've had in, 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 a, in a little while, I think. Uh, like, there's, like, because it kind of takes, the, like, literally the thing I just complained about and kind of, like, heightens it in a really cool way where like there's maybe about three or four songs on that album. Uh, or I don't know, like there's like an EP's worth of songs on that album. They're like fully formed, really, really good, like songs, meaty songs. And then the rest of the album is a lot of like interlude tracks and a lot of like, uh, like space building tracks and stuff that kind of orbit around those songs and stuff. So every song feels as massive as humanly possible. And so, so the the album has like a, has like a really, really cool structure to it uh, that I thought was, was fascinating. And the, the band as a whole in the last two albums uh, is like kind of, kind of doing like a weird, like uh, Duran Gray meets, uh, like Gingnong Boys thing, uh, which is a really weird thing, but, <laughs> but like a, a really weird comparison. But it kind of just makes sense if you hear it because it's kind of using yeah, a lot of it, that's that's definitely apt. Yeah, like I think I think it's 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 doing a lot of the outwardly emotional, very uh like uh uh, uh very earnest kind of like th- there's a lot of the, like earnest pop alternative songwriting in here. But it's 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 a it's like swaddled in just this really dark, very like primal atmosphere that reminds me of like Dumb Sparrow Sparrow, like uh 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 Ouroboros era Duran Gray. Um and it it is it is a particular vibe. And if you're not super into it, then like it's not it's not for you and stuff, but but uh, I'm always impressed because like, I think this, like, like I, I, cause I listen to, the, cause I've been listening to this stuff and I've been like, kind of almost feeling like, oh man, I'm like finding out about this cool, like little thing that's like cool and stuff. And then like that, that, that perspective is utterly shattered every time I look at a live video and they're playing to two crowds that are going absolutely fucking ape shit in huge crowds. <laughs> I, I, I saw, I saw a video of them playing stuff from like one of their more normal albums and like the, like around the first half of their career so far and stuff where, uh, they're, they're basically playing it like a, a skate park in like, like there's like tons of graffiti everywhere and stuff. And people are fucking like jumping around and stuff and fucking like, uh, uh, like crowd surfing and shit. Like, like it's like a fucking 2010 pop punk show. It's like a, t- it's like a title fight show in there. And so like, it's fucking insane. And, uh, I don't know. It's just really weird. <laughs> like I wouldn't like, uh, uh like it, it, they definitely seem to have like a really like, uh, uh, passionate fan base and stuff. And I feel kind of it's funny. It's really crazy to yeah. get to that late enough that something like that has already taken off. Yeah. Like, and they've already developed like a really tightly knit fan base. Yeah. Like so this, this feeling of like, how did none of this ever manage that, to reach me that before was, this moment of pure happenstance? That was exactly like how how I've been feeling this past week because I'm just like, how the fuck did I never? I listen to a lot of Japanese rock music. I've I've I consider myself oh, this band has been around since 2012. Yeah, uh, like I consider myself pretty fucking keyed in and stuff. And 
uh, I like posted it, uh, like in a chat, just kind of expecting to be like for for people to be like, oh, what's this or something, or or you know, being like, oh, I'm turned off by the vocals or whatever. And then then my boy Golock just comes and he's like, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> he's like, this <laughs> this man rules. Have you seen their? Have you seen the fucking vocalist fifty minute movie that's like Possession? And I'm like. Bro, why didn't why weren't you telling me about this? <laughs> like, where were you? And then, then my other friend Bleach is like, "Oh yeah, I love that band." I'm like, "Why? Why? <laughs> Fuck y'all!" It's like, why, why? Why? Why am I being left out? But I, I don't know. I, I'm really, really stoked. And uh, uh, I don't know. Like, it's. Um, I guess there's like a funny like recurring thing with both the bands I brought up and everything. And in, in that, like, I I feel like. Right now, I'm feeling very inspired musically, and I'm and I'm trying to kind of pull some stuff together, and uh, 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 personally for songwriting stuff. And uh, both bands are very fascinating to me on a vocal level, and uh, I, I'm interested in incorporating different things into into doing vocals and stuff. Uh, something on Clue nice. that I think is like fascinating to me is like. Oh God, like the only, the only like comparison that's going to make sense to people, but like, I want to like emphasize so strongly that it's so much cooler (laughs) than how disturbed does it. But there's like, there's, there's like, there's like the growls, like very primal, like very like animalistic, like growls and like yelps, like all over this thing. Uh, But like, I I think with, 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 uh, with Chloe, it like, it, 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 it very much feels like an album that's like steeped in like uh, a very current societal darkness. Uh, a lot of their like on on the Bandcamp page for the album, all the lyrics are in English. So I've been able to read a lot of it and stuff. And it's very much steeped in like very, very like current sociopolitical darkness. Very like, oh, fuck, <laughs> you know, like like Abe's fucked us over. Trump's fucked us up, you know, like all this other stuff, uh, uh, very much like, but it's casting its net like so wide, uh, that it's like kind of looping back around to like drilling right down into like, uh, some like really primal, like fucking like prehistoric (laughs) fucking like, uh, uh, like sounds like it's very, very, like, I don't know. Like it's really, really like digging deep into just like, all right, how, how can we like, make the human body sound wild and stuff and, and incorporate yeah, that on the album. And yeah, stuff. It, yeah. Like it's very like dubby. Like there's, they're using a lot of like overdubbed like effects and loops and stuff throughout the album. It's a complete cacophony. I feel like if anyone's going to listen to anything from this band, they should probably just listen to that album all the way through once and just kind of like get it <laughs> and, and just, and just, yeah. or, or at least try it and see if it's for you. Cause uh, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, It'll be a very quick, like, 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 uh, uh, judgment. Cause I feel like, cause the very beginning, like the first track is like a very dark atmospheric, like kind of like spoken word thing for a lot of it and stuff. The second track comes in and it's the most fucking like off the wall, like just blindsided, like, like, like fucking like that type of shit. And, and it, and it loops and it progresses in such a fascinating way. And then like the album keeps going and they, they, they implement that stuff into like completely wild ass ways. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm like smitten, but like purely just because I like, I'm, I'm like, I'm so fascinated with like, 
the, the, yeah. the ways that they're incorporating sounds like that and stuff into everything. I went on for a really long time. Yeah, I'm but... skimming some of these lyrics. Like, you don't see this kind of lyric uh, from from a lot of contemporary bands, yeah, I generally mean, speaking. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very, like... Uh, I don't know. Like it's 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 outspoken in a way, and I think I think uh I I get the impression because they had like a whole documentary uh about the making of uh Silence Will Speak, the like preceding album that they that they produced with with Steve Albini in America. <laughs> uh, that they went they went on like a whole American tour and stuff, and apparently that like really like what the fuck. Uh, apparently they that like really opened their eyes to like a whole lot of like like. I don't know, just a lot of like cultural difference and stuff. Uh, mm. And I don't know, I, I've been a pretty firm believer of like, if you travel the world, if you go outside of your country, it's going to be pretty hard to not have that like kind of change some stuff about you and your perspective. Uh, yeah, not, not every not not all experiences like that are going to be like as extreme as mine listen to a different podcast for that and stuff but but like yeah, you know a, but gosh, some, let me see if i can figure out which episode that was <laughs> yeah but if you can but if you can you know but but i think you know something with like gezon it makes total sense for like a japanese band to tour in america and then kind of meet all these different kinds of people uh that are like that are doing different things and stuff that the the music video for dna has like just just a bunch of like punks of all different stripes and all that stuff, just like all throughout it and stuff like, uh, like just kind of hanging out with, with, with the old boys and Gezon and stuff. And, and oh no, it's like really sweet. Uh, and, uh, uh, it, it very much seems like it's kind of made, made them like want to be really outspoken about, about certain issues and stuff in a way that a lot of Japanese bands, uh, just simply are not. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, that is what I've been listening to. <laughs> but uh so I actually forgot one band. Oh yeah? Uh I rewatched Beck and had a very complicated response oh. to it that will appear in a YouTube video eventually. <laughs> I'm going to save that discussion for another time. Okay, yeah. But uh the thing that I was stricken by the most was like, wow, all of the music that plays in the background is better than any of the music that they play in the foreground in the show. Oh yeah. So I went on this weird deep dive where I was having a really hard time finding those bands. Uh however, uh uh friend of the show, uh Nailgun was like, hey, uh that's the band he in this particular clip you posted to twitter yeah so i've been listening to and he is a terrible name for band obviously uh <laughs> especially so their ep further shore um it's like a kind of like a math rockier version of what band apart does but with yeah. like a little bit less finesse uh maybe a little bit less of like a almost like a sophistopop angle yeah that yeah, yeah band apart takes um yeah like it, it's yeah. A, it's a genre uh, that people like kind of joke about and stuff but i would genuinely consider yeah. the band apart to be adult contemporary <laughs> and uh <laughs> and, and and he is not that uh he is yeah he's he is so. he's very much so a japanese math rock band with with great vocals yeah i i and <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed that that ep a lot i i i knew about he since like high school and whenever hazel brought further shore up to me and stuff i was it like set me then into like a fucking 
like a Jimmy Neutron brain blast. And I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. I was like, I've not thought about this band in fucking forever. And so when I was like coming through like some of the albums for like some of the songs I was like super like attached to and stuff. Because uh, I used to have it all in like my shitty old like like iPod. Like uh, like not the classic, but it was like the short and stumpy one that had a screen. The Nano? Uh, not the Nano. It was, a, it was like the other one that had like a... I had like a full size screen on it in the wheel and stuff, but either mm. way. Uh, but did you ever play the port of Sonic the Hedgehog on it? I did. I did not. And so because because like cause, I tried it. Because fucking dog shit. Yeah. Because even then, even then, I was like, "There's no way this is actually good." Um. But. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. That that shit. That shit was wild to me and stuff. Yeah. But he he is a pretty astonishingly bad band name, especially in uh the post google times like like if he was a band oh, from, yeah if he was a band from like uh uh the 80s or the 70s it would probably be passable it's like you know okay you know you could probably yes. you could just name a band whatever and stuff but like now yes. it's like you can't there's seo you gotta work for <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you can't you can't just name a band that but yeah <laughs> um i've also been watching some shit oh fuck We've been watching. Uh, I I've been watching a bunch of anime. Oh, <laughs> actually, oh, oh, I thought I'd seen oh, oh, I thought I'd seen at least one live action film in the interim. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I know I know one of the anime you've been watching is we were talking about last night. <laughs> oh yeah 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 that'll come up in in my next video. I'm, oh, I'm really excited about that next video. Okay, sick. That yeah, that's gonna be it'll fucking probably awesome. come up extensively in 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 the next video. <laughs> that sounds uh, that sounds looking great <laughs> I'm, it's I'm gonna excited. be a good time um, I think it's gonna be a good time <laughs> uh so um i watched the uh professor layton movie with Alyssa. oh the how, other night. how's that i have like no experience with layton. it is a fucking mess mm. like it's 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 first half is really cute and enjoyable and then like the back half is like exactly as convoluted as any given metal gears final act there goes my radiator oh i'm just gonna talk through it it's fine (laughs) uh this motherfucker wakes me up every goddamn morning at 6 a.m now and i have not been able to go back to sleep once damn fuck i just need to start waking up at 6 (laughs) a.m Do you keep in these radiator tangents? Because I think that's so funny. Like as a recurring. Oh yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. I don't. I the only shit that I edit out is is stuff where I'm like, uh, I feel like I didn't explain that well enough. Oh right, yeah, yeah. No, the radiator stays. If I have to put up with this, so do you, motherfuckers. <laughs> got to put up with it once every two weeks. I got to put up with it every single day. Every day. Six six fourteen a.m. Oh. <laughs> Five twelve p.m every day by the way on the minute by the way in regards to your video that light switch situation sucks <laughs> that's horrible dude it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> that sucks that's that's shitty <laughs> oh uh, my god i almost just did a spit take <laughs> I, I, I like uh, I, I like my i think my jaw dropped when i watched it i was like are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> that shit would drive me insane um yeah yeah it's uh we have like the the little like string rgb lights on the yeah. inside though and and that's why i don't always bother uh right. turning the the light off 
but um or turning the light on but yeah professor like <laughs> yeah. the, the the last half of that movie is like the climax of any given metal gear game but like without all of the context that it pre- that preceded it so like yeah. where all metal gear games are convoluted they establish their convolution from the beginning uh, so yeah. you kind of know you know what you're signing up level. for yeah but this game just kind of drops, or excuse me, this film just kind of drops like a bunch of insane bullshit yeah. compounding on one another in a way that's like really indigestible. And I kind of just reached a point where I checked out of it. Um, I, I, I wonder... I was also a little disappointed because I was under the impression that the guy who scored Tenchi Forever did the soundtrack, but he only did the main theme, which is the best song by a long shot. Man. Uh, <laughs> I, uh... uh... I was going to make a joke about like, oh, about about like, you know, you saying that the latent movie is like that. And I was about to be like, oh, like every other like like every Pokemon movie. But then I was like, uh, I've not. Oh, but I was like, oh, oh no. I was like, maybe that's too mean because I've not seen a Pokemon movie in a long time. But then also like, I don't know. Fuck it. That's like, not far off. <laughs> I feel like Pokemon is like yeah, that. A lot, I think you're so, onto yeah. something like it's, yeah. it's just like it's like, oh, man, I don't know. They're being cute and stuff. And that. And then, like, oh, I don't know, like, the ox is going to kill, like, everything. and Yeah. I remember being a child and watching a few of those movies and not liking them for that reason. Like, the, uh, yeah. the discrepancy in tone was too ridiculous. Um, the, the only... <laughs> Even for a little stupid <laughs> child Hazel. Uh, because, because I'm me and I'm, and I'm a 26-year-old and uh, so I have, like, I don't know an era of Pokemon that like I, I consider mine to some degree or whatever. I think my favorite has always been three, just because I like Entei a lot. I like a big old dog. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. and that I- one's got some like uh, uh, early Mamoru Hosoda vibes yeah. to it. And I and I think it where it's like very like yeah. understatedly sad. Yeah, and from 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 the like and I, and I think it's I think it's probably still got to be one of the best ones and stuff because like from what I remember of it and stuff, it, it it's, it's like that the whole way through. It doesn't come out of nowhere. And so like, it is, it is just weirdly sad the whole time. Uh, like it, it you know, like, it's not just like it, it, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm totally speaking out of my ass cause I'm not talking, I've not seen it in a long time, but, uh, you know. yeah, that's what I remember from childhood. Yeah, but, but, but I haven't really like seen many of the other ones. I mean, I've seen one in 2000, but like, who hasn't, you know, we all had, yeah, we all had cable. We had cartoon network, you know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Those shits was on all the time. <laughs> Who hasn't? Uh, but yeah, uh, I've never really watched um, anything. Uh, I, uh, I've, oh, yeah. I started playing, um, final fantasy tactics, war of the lions. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 Nice. You can be my my surrogate. Yeah. Uh, I love the art in that game, but uh, that kind of story is just <laughs> impenetrable <laughs> to me. Man, I'm eating it up so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for you. It's it's like I just I I love I love overly political like shit. <laughs> I, I I just yeah. I, like I I don't like just always love convoluted stuff. But I like stuff where like it feels like the convolution is like definitely like saying stuff like i feel like in a lot of contexts yeah. where it's about like politics like gundam or or it's like about like really stupid like like blood feuds like war of the lions and so i feel like like it's definitely saying something by being so convoluted and being so like just like crisscrossy with like character motivations and stuff it's like 
like, I don't know, like everybody's acting out of, out of emotion towards one another in very irrational ways. Uh, and, and, and it's all for something that's relatively pretty fucking stupid. And so like, this is, this is a stupid way for people to be dying and stuff, but it's very, it's very real for that, which is why it rules, (laughs) but, but it's, it's also kind of heavy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love, I love tactics vibe. It like, like the whole game feels overcast. It feels like a storm is about to happen, like at all times. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, and, and I think a lot of that has to come down to like the 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 color palette being like as kind of yeah. dark and muted as it is. And I stuff. fucking love the way that game looks. It looks so. I good. think it looks incredible. And and, and the the cutscenes um, like compared to like the the 3D Final Fantasies, the cutscenes are kind of better acted by the sprites and stuff. Like in yeah, a lot of ways, it's yeah. really cool. Um, yeah. I don't what know. do you think of the game's difficulty? It's. I'm, I don't really know that much about it. I'm 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 getting used to it. So I tried tactics before when I was first yeah. getting into Final Fantasy several years ago, and it didn't work because uh it was way too hard and way too impenetrable and stuff. Um and now I, I I'm like going into it. I've read a couple guides, I've uh, watched a video by uh this YouTube channel called Resonant Arc, uh who does like a bunch of JRPG like content and stuff, and uh they they did like a tips and tricks for beginners guide thing on Final Fantasy Tactics. And it's really helpful because they explain some of the things that the game is like the game explains, but it explains it in the most boring way ever, where it's like uh, the title screen has a has a has a option that's just called tutorials. And it's like fucking like 30 fucking pages of tutorials, like like oh, like like it's a whole menu of just like, here's every system in the game, baby. We're letting it all hang out as I will never, it, ever be able to play that. I'm too <laughs> stupid. And and like I read I read some of it and stuff. I kind of got the gist from a lot of it and stuff. And I got the gist from like a lot of the video. The video was like. Yeah. good at explaining a lot of that stuff so i don't think you necessarily have to read a lot of that stuff um especially if you've like played a fire emblem before not even like yeah. very much of it but like if you've just touched fire emblem before uh or, right. or shining force like you know like in your video um hey but uh uh you know like it, it, it's tough but it feels very manageable and stuff especially uh i think something that really helps me is is that is thinking of it different from fire emblem because fire emblem you're, all, you're always like a lot of times you're controlling like a ton of different units. Like there's like eight units or something or 12 yeah. units and stuff. Final Fantasy Tactics very much wants you to only have like four. And nice. like, and I've learned to be, I wish that was more common. I've learned to be extremely liberal with the, uh, uh, with the reset button. So like, I'm not dealing with permadeath. No fucking way. Absolutely not. These characters are way too hard to build up. So like, so, so like, I've just been very liberal with like resetting and just like going, you know, what? I'll just like restart this battle and stuff and, uh, figure out a different way and stuff. And, and, and that process is actually kind of fun for me. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I do think like <laughs> I talk about it in the video. I talk, I very much talk about like, uh, SMT kind of like, you know, you got to approach it in a certain way and like, and it'll kind of lock in your head as being pretty comfortable. But uh, I definitely think taking that approach and applying it to other stuff. I I feel like I've hard game pilled myself where like, I'm pretty chill. Like I I can, I I, I can take, uh, or at least a hard RPG and stuff. If it's a hard, like action game or something, I feel like I'm still liable to be like flustered about it and stuff. But, but like with something like tactics kind of whooping my ass, I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll just, 
restart. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm saving all the time. Yeah. I have I have like I, That was how I felt about um Yeah. Uh Valkyria Chronicles. Oh yeah. Yeah. I always want to call it Valkyrie Profile. Oh right, yeah. Too many too many games are named like each other. Um I know. But uh, there's a whole section of my video <laughs> yeah, about <I> that. <laughs> uh but yeah, I uh uh you know, yeah, I I'm just having a lot of fun uh kind of working that out and everything. I had something else I was gonna say. I had another point, but it's okay. Um Yeah, oh no, it's cool. Also, like uh, uh, uh Fantasy Tactics has fucking like random encounters, which I think is really weird. Uh like Oh, what? Like, so, so. Is there like an overworld? Okay, so, like, the overworld is basically just a map with, like, dots, like, in lines connecting oh. them, like, like Indiana Jones. And, uh, <laughs> I thought that it was all totally linear. No, no, it's not linear. And so it's, it's very much like, like, uh, I mean, it, I mean, it is linear because you're basically just, like, going down this road, but you can go backwards through places where like you had a battle and there there yeah. there are green dots on the map and if you pass one of those green dots there's a chance of it turning into a random encounter which is like a very short battle of like four guys uh and then you huh. like you like fight those guys and stuff and it's really good for like getting your job points up so you can get abilities oh and yeah that is super fun to just kind of like like kind of very therapeutically just be like I'm just going to do some random encounters I'm just going to like just just kill some like goons and yeah. like focus on having a couple guys do a whole lot of stuff so they can get their job points because you get experience for every action not for every like battle so like if, if you do a lot it, like if one unit does a lot in the battle they get like all the job points and stuff so you want to kind of spread the work evenly and stuff it's interesting yeah um but it's it's like a it's a definite learning curve but i but i kind of like it um so yeah i don't know uh, I, I guess i have more to say later and so I, i'm like four or five hours in and i already have like six save slots because i'm just like switching stuff all the time because i'm like <laughs> i'm like really nervous about like soft locking or making my or getting myself yeah. into a stuck situation or something i don't know but yeah um oh uh really quickly i'm gonna talk about one other thing i watched okay. and then i want to talk about the game i've been playing okay uh, I watched all 50 episodes of uh, Isao Takahata's adaptation of Anne of Green Gables. Oh. I'm getting 70s anime pilled. Hell yeah. I'm so fucking stoked. I, I feel like I'm I'm having like a Nikki arc. Dude. Uh, like I feel like I'm having I'm 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 having like an arc with 70s anime the way that you've had arcs with SMT and yeah. uh, Dragon Quest. Like I'm just kind mm. of fully cashing in on n- getting like knowledgeable about this thing that i don't know a lot about yeah um this all started because i played grandia and then why it was like yeah it's a lot like uh like nadia and future boy conan and i was like fuck i feel like so many things are like future boy conan yeah i need to uh just get learned yeah i just gotta get i just gotta learn about this shit so i figured like i'll just start watching some mass uh world masterpiece theater anime while I work, uh, ones that I can find dubbed because they're all like 50 episodes. The dub's right. not amazing. It's not the end of the world. Look at the gist. Um, and the first one that I picked was Anne of Green Gables just because it was all on YouTube. Uh, and to my surprise, the dub, which I'm pretty sure was done um, domestically in the UK for a UK audience, is fucking phenomenal. Um, 
So I was really relieved about that because it really allowed me to kind of enjoy the show very fully, mm. uh, which is kind of incredible. Uh, I really enjoyed watching it. It's like really slow paced, obviously. Uh, there are times where I was kind of like, uh, I'm not like a like a child. I feel kind of I feel kind of weird watching this thing that is very clearly aimed at a children's audience. Right. Yeah. Uh, but as it goes on and develops uh, and as it uses its 50 episode runtime to kind of capture uh, a pretty wide span of years uh, in the lives of these characters. Uh, I found it really compelling. Um, it is visually fucking stunning nonstop. Like I guess that world masterpiece theater anime were just like really uh, highly, like they had a lot of money put into them mm. uh, and it shows because despite being a TV anime, it, the backgrounds are like fucking drop dead gorgeous. Um, and yeah, uh, I just really enjoyed it the whole way through. I didn't really know anything about the Anne of Green Gables books. So I was kind of constantly picking Alyssa's brain from when she read them as a child. Um, and I, uh, I don't know. I just had a good time with it. It's, uh, <laughs> I tweeted about it, but like, it's one of those like older pieces of media that is very clearly accidentally like really ridiculously cartoonishly gay in spots, <laughs> um, which was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, that aspect of it was very like <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, all right, I, I, I get you, I get you. Um, it was a good time. Um, uh, uh, which, which is just to say to the audience that like. Uh, a lot of that stuff is really readily accessible and it's like fun to uh, kind of come to understand uh, where a lot of these like really important figures came from. Because obviously Isao Takahata would go on to work at um, uh, Studio Ghibli. He co-founded it with Miyazaki. Yeah. And uh, seeing that after having seen Only Yesterday, which is my favorite Ghibli movie... Uh, it was very like, oh, okay. Like, it's very clear that the Takahata was very interested in depicting a very particular kind of childhood sadness uh, yeah. throughout a lot of his work, and I think he really succeeded that uh, at that in both instances. Mm. Like to to a point where there there's an element in which Anne of Green Gables almost feels like a prototype to Only Yesterday, uh, so much as it does a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm stoked to see you get 70s anime filled and stuff. You gotta. Yeah, look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch that motherfucking Gundam. Yeah, next. That's, fucking... that's next on my yeah. list. So, yeah, you gotta, I don't you even gotta... care about about Mecha. I don't even care about that, about big robots. That, that, much. that is that is honestly, in my opinion, the best mindset to go into Gundam with because yeah gundam is like so i can't get wow cool robot in. <laughs> the, yeah yeah and also like i don't know like like yeah the robots are cool and stuff but like fucking like i i found a lot of like stuff to that just absolutely fucking love and just eat up and just like seeing the character interactions and stuff uh yeah that first gundam is still <sighs> that first gundam or the ova uh 0080 war in the pocket or like that those are like my yeah. favorite gundam things like it's not even a contest like i, I love that shit so much. yeah um so yeah, yeah definitely I, de definitely primary, tell me my prim think. definitely my primary interest is that i feel like uh being a big gynax fan 
there's always a pocket of people who are like, why do you like Gynax when everything they did was just things other people have done before oh. and better, <laughs> which is not even remotely true. But I also feel like there's probably something to that. Yeah. Um, when I was doing research on um, uh, the kind of like, uh, cultural climate that led to a lot of really uh, influential and really countercultural 90s anime uh, I saw a lot of people kind of discussing and ruminating on on a sort of chicken or the egg thing where um, a lot of anime that was produced in the 70s was kind of quietly a response to the very tumultuous cultural climate that Japan was going through and that the world was going through in the 70s yeah. uh, in much the same way as that was happening in the 90s. But with the addition of a 90s anime being made by people who were raised on 70s anime. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a little bit of a really interesting push and pull in seeing how these two things that are clearly connected um, inspirationally also differ because of the culture. Yeah. So I'm really excited to get deeper into that. Um, but fuck all that nuance. I've been playing Dragon Guard three. Oh fuck yeah! Tell me Have about you played that Dragon Guard three. I actually own it, but I've not played it yet. I, I, I've been, you I've, should play that shit. You should play that shit. It's great. Yeah, I, I, it's I've, one of I've those heard, games that I've I put off things. for a long time yeah. because I I knew that I was going to like it a lot. I like it even more than I thought. See, okay, see, um, like, okay, so we're having. I love this, like, so, because because that's exactly how I felt about uh, how I've been feeling about going into doing like the Evilise stuff. So like tactics and Final Fantasy yeah, twelve and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm looking at that stuff and I'm like, I fucking know that I'm gonna be like a total yeah. mark for it and stuff. And then fucking like I'm I'm playing Fantasy Tactics and the writing in the War of the Lines version is fucking like, uh, it's like my favorite sort of like flowery bullshit and stuff. Like there's dudes like they're calling like th there's a dude he just in one of the first things he calls a band of brigands a bunch of like a uh, a uh, uh, a pack of whore sons and I'm like yes yes use words Yo. like that i'm gonna shit and stuff <laughs> fucking uh it, it's like another guy is like interrogating a guy and he's like he's like and you pig you may still get your bacon if you if you if you <laughs> it's like it's, it's like tell the truth and you may still get your bacon it's like oh it's just so many good fucking lines just throughout and stuff and i'm just yeah. like yeah this is like for me so uh, i'm glad you're having that with dragon guard three i've 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 been yeah. so curious about that fucking game because I don't know much about it at all. And I'm, it, it so looks weird. I actually cool. want to say that I don't want to say that much about it. Okay. Um, because I think I'm having the perfect experience of, like, I had a very particular image of that game in my mind when I set out to play it. And it has been so different in every regard and in every regard for the better mm. that I really, like... I every new thing that happens kind of furthers my feeling of like fuck dude if this keeps this up this is going to be one of my favorite things ever like like um, like like you might bet like it better than near like like the first near no definitely okay. not <laughs> okay. i mean i don't think so <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and and i'll say i'll say why mm -hmm. uh uh uh, it's purely because I think that Nier is... <sighs> hmm. I guess I can't quite say because I haven't played like a ton of it yet. 
Uh, I think Nier hit me at a very particular time, mm. and I think that Drakengard is just kind of pushing all my buttons in a like. Okay. Uh, like yeah. like in the same way that like a a dude goes into the theater to see a Marvel movie and has a great time. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? I totally like it's it totally feel you on that. Yeah. It's not like popcorn entertainment, but like I'm getting the same level of like unbridled simple glee from it that yeah. uh, uh, I don't really get to have that much in media because I'm always thinking about it uh, in relation to uh, like videos and stuff. Yeah. But since I'm just playing this totally because I want to uh, and because it's a very particular kind of game that I think invites taking on a surface level mm -hmm. uh, initially anyway, uh, I'm really enjoying that about it. It's also just fun as fuck. I'm really shocked um like it's actually like i thought fun that to it play. was gonna be yeah oh. the only thing that i ever heard people say about the game was that the frame rates are dog shit and that it's tedious and the frame rates are pretty dog shit but i also think i've officially reached a point where frame rates don't like phase me like when the game stutters horrendously i'm just kind of like yeah <laughs> it's trying so hard i I, I, um, I think it depends on me i think it depends for me sometimes and stuff like i think mm -hmm. i think generally i like for frame rates to be pretty consistent across the board but there's like there's so many like moments like in like like in, in no more heroes one especially on the wii there's like a there's like a uh, like a mission like a side mission to like earn some money uh, it's like one of the last ones you get in the game and it's just like an endless barrage of guys in a very small like alleyway and stuff and you're just like cutting through a ton of them especially if you have like the final beam katana and the frame rate just completely fucking dies it's it's <laughs> it's gone and it is the that sounds great funnest shit ever i have some like yeah. I, i'm in i'm i'm having so much fun i'm 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 just i'm just like completely wrapped up in glee just playing that game and stuff at that point and stuff yeah uh warriors yeah. games do the same thing edf you know so like, yeah it's very much so yeah uh uh in in that same muso vein yeah but i think what makes it work in addition to that is that there's a lot of mid-level dialogue mm, okay yeah. uh and that causes it to be like whenever you start to feel like oh this is a little tedious uh it really picks up right yeah because because you um, like the characters enough because yoko taro is pretty good at what he does uh yeah you know. absolutely yeah um i also just like I really, uh, I'm really impressed by the fact that this game is, like, it uses its mechanics for humor in a way that you really only see with indie games or with, like, oh. cringy, like, lampshady, like, Disgaea kind of writing. Yeah. I don't want to say anything more about it than that, but I was really surprised by it. Holy um, fuck. Man, like, I think you might have sold me immediately on that. I'm just like, oh, oh yeah. maybe this, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe we're gonna have to expedite playing some Dragon Guard. So I'll, I'll I'll say I'll say one very very quick thing about it. Um, it's a game where there's a lot of uncensored cursing, but sometimes it censors stuff to be funny. <laughs> See, I love that shit. Yeah, and it's very <laughs> funny when it does that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm really excited to to play through it. I want to get all the the DLC, play all the endings. Hell fucking. Uh, yeah. I'm like totally cashed in on this thing. I'm playing like a mission or two a night, really taking my time with it. 
uh, and I just like don't want it to end. Um, it's so good. It's making me want to play Dragon Guard one again. Uh, <laughs> I I own. I don't know if you ever played any of Dragon Guard one. I, I I own Dragon Guard one and three, and I okay. I think it would be Nikki. I think it would be dope to get two, but I I it's so expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. If you start playing Dragon Guard three yeah uh before i'm finished with it we should definitely continue to talk about it on the podcast yeah but i also think that if you finish that because i mean i don't i i guess i don't know if it's a spoiler or not you're fine to play it before playing dragon guard one okay i think if you're interested you and i should try to play through dragon guard one oh together in, in like a proper book club format oh, be- i think that would help me feel compelled to actually finish it and i think it would be really fun to check in and be like all right yeah getting 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 our fucking daily dose of cbt Uh, (laughs) fucking 45 minutes of wandering around a big empty area getting our shit kicked in by wizards (laughs) yeah i'm i'm down for that entirely like i i love doing book club shit cool yeah that sounds great uh do you want to talk? Do you want to talk yeah, about in the questions? Meantime, or oh, oh yeah 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 uh yeah I'm gonna take a quick bathroom break. Oh do it, and then we can do that. Uh, I'm having such a good time with Dragon Guard Three that I legitimately think I'm going to read the book. Oh that fuck! That has a bunch more short stories packed into them <laughs> about each of the intoners. Damn! I'm fucking loving this thing. It's felt so nice to play something just for fun yeah yeah just uh just uh, it's been great just to chill um yeah before we get into it's qu- so nice to have free time again before we get into questions What's good? uh fucking i want to i want to give a shout out and, and rest in peace to two long-running bands that broke up in the past couple weeks one of them was today uh fucking oh, what? the mighty mighty Boston's broke up today like whoa yeah 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 i like read that like earlier and uh every time i die broke up like two weeks or broke up like last week uh yeah the situation seems messy i am so frustrated and i won't get into it but i'm so frustrated at like that like a band like that broke up over like just just like drama just like just some drama yeah and stuff between and, and it's yeah. very much like two sides being taken up by by two brothers in the band and it's just like yeah. i don't know it seems very irreconcilable it feels like it seems like it's been a thing that's been boiling for like forever and just nobody knew sucks ass i hate it so yeah annoyed that that's how that band did and, and, and like they're, they're, they just put out a record like three months ago and it's just like that's it yeah it's crazy it's fucked like up. we talked about that on the pod yeah yeah i talked about how much like, i was listening to it whenever i was working at uh, a thrift store that i didn't like <laughs> and like you know like thinking like fuck man this band's awesome i'm so glad i get to i get to listen to them like all the time like this and so you know like i get to i get to uh see them progress and so i've been a fan for like well over 10 years and stuff and so it's, it just super sucks it super sucks but it's okay it's fine whatever yeah. life goes on but i want i want to mention that because uh that sucks and it feel weird not to mention it but mighty mighty yeah. boston's broke up today like they don't there's like no details like they just put out of things like yeah we're done it's like what hello it's future hazel editing this news broke like right after we recorded 
it was COVID trutherism. Like, of course, right? What else could it have been? I mean, they're one of those bands that's like been around. They just kind of put out like a like the offhanded single or album to justify continuing to like tour like county fairs and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, they, they've they've been like. Yeah, they, I don't like know. they're kind of stuck with their one-hit wonder. Yeah. I have to imagine that they can retire. Yeah, it's 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 almost it's almost <laughs> the Digimon royalties have finally paid off. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, we, okay. So so I guess we got to mention. Okay, last week we were like literally last time we recorded, we got like twenty questions and we were like, wow. Like, we literally got off the podcast and went, wow, we got a lot of questions. That was really cool. And stuff like, you know, but now we're going to have to start, you know, being selective with questions and stuff because we're getting so many and stuff. That's really awesome. And then now it's like over triple that this time. We got like... We got 75 fucking questions. You people are crazy. Thank you. I'm very flattered. We I fuck, we are not that fucking interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. That, 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 thank you all yeah. so much. It's it's crazy, but but yeah, this is, we're gonna have to be a so little uh, selective as a result. Yeah, so that this isn't a three-hour episode uh, again. So I'm sorry. Don't don't get mad at us if we um, didn't answer. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good questions that I am just omitting. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like it's not it's not like we're just discarding the trash or whatever. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, Scorched Tulips asks, uh, is there any food that you only got to try once that you wish to try again someday? Uh, oh my God. I, I don't know. Uh, oh no, the the only one, (laughs) the only one that I feel like I can say that like just jumps out at me, uh, makes me feel kind of bad to say though. And so, because, uh, it was whenever I was, I was on my uh accursed uh south africa trip uh from high school uh, there's another podcast about it or not about it, it just i mentioned it there i'll probably mention it again pretty yeah. soon actually now that i think about yeah one yeah, of the yeah. next episodes that we want to do but um yeah i uh uh th- th- there was like a there's like a thing that we did there and stuff where like we uh we ate a bunch of like exotic or kind of kind of weird like meat and stuff so I had like alligator and like a whole bunch of like some other shit that I don't even remember what it was, like some of the animals that we ate and stuff. But uh, so I'm very sorry to, to vegans in the chat. And so I, I respect you. You're stronger than me, I promise. But uh, yeah, there's some of that shit that I'm like that sometimes it, like it's not even like I really want that again. It's 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 more of just like. I forget what that tastes like, and I'm kind of curious again. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I had deer once in my life, and I felt that way about it until I yeah. went edge. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. The two things that come to mind for me are restaurants in my hometown da- that have both closed down. Oh, yeah. There's a really good Vietnamese Vietnamese food place that shut down uh, when the owner decided to retire. Totally understandable. Totally respectable. Uh, but that place had my favorite banh mi's I've ever eaten. Um, and then there's also, uh, this place called Brazil barbecue that I adored that I would go to constantly with my old bandmates. And sometime over the course of COVID, they shut down permanently. Fuck. 
And it makes me really sad. The uh, the owner and her husband were always there, always working together. Yeah. Uh, it seemed really cute and really sweet. Uh, they always had like uh, Bossa Nova playing on the overhead speakers. Hell I heard like 18 yeah. different covers of the uh, the girl from Ipanema when I was there. Um, just a really, really beautiful environment. Um, really incredible food. Uh, even just like their rice and beans were really incredible. I guarantee their their beans were were not vegetarian. Uh, I guarantee they were cooked in like a pork fat or something like that, which is unfortunately probably why they were so good. But um, uh, that was a concession that I was willing to make because I liked that business so much. And they shut down. They like made their own hot sauce and their own chimichurri. It was incredible. That's wild. Um, that rules. Yeah, like none of the I have not found a single recipe for chimichurri that's quite as good as the kind that they had there. Um, but slowly but surely, I've been trying to re- essentially recreate what I remember about the way that place's food tasted. Uh, I'm getting close closer each time I make chimichurri. Uh, I've started uh, uh, b- uh, baking uh, my own plantains. Um, mm like uh, savory plantains. So I'm trying to recreate it. That's the one thing about uh, enjoying cooking a lot is that I can kind of attempt to recreate those those things that I miss. Yeah. I feel like there's probably a few things that I had like once at, at like a restaurant in San Francisco that my friends took me to once uh, that I don't... Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, coffee cake, uh, friend of the show, coffee cakes. Yeah, he's the best. You should watch his videos. You, the listener. Um, y'all have any go-to travel bus, train, or long car ride albums you return to a lot? Uh, I tend to listen to a lot of moody, sad shit because long transportation feels very transitional and bleak for some reason. Uh, can I add on to that question and just ask you because, like, yeah, I'm, I'm curious yeah, absolutely, that's great. No, no, d- just because I'm curious, what's your favorite mode of long form transportation? Do you like to be in a car? Do you like to be in a plane? Ooh. Like, what's, like, like, what, like, do you like a train? Have you been on a train? Or I'm, I'm sure you've probably been on. A train. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, I, I get around by train almost yeah, exclusively right. here. Yeah, that, that, I'm on. I'm on trains. I thought about like it for three a times as often as I'm in cars. <laughs> I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that would that would be not on trains. Uh, but I've been on trains and stuff. Tra- trains are cool, but yeah. they're like, but like if I'm trying to be somewhere, like I, okay, I guess I'm talking. I'm talking about like like uh uh like like long distance Amtrak is not yeah an optimal yeah. form. It's like it's very underfunded. Uh, a lot of like it's just very it's very I don't know feels very slow. And stuff so so if i'm trying to be somewhere so amtrak is a very like leisurely like i'm gonna get to this place but i'm gonna take my time yeah. <laughs> so and yeah so, so so that kind of annoys me though just because whenever i'm usually going somewhere like i mean you know i'm not rich and stuff i'm not flush with cash like almost ever so if i'm going somewhere i'm kind of going there with purpose so uh uh 
So that experience is kind of, eh. but uh, I, I do like planes. I hate all the preamble. Like I literally hate everything up until I'm inside <laughs> of a plane and sit and seated and in my seatbelt. At that point, I'm chill and I, and I like it. And I'm very, yeah, very same. pleased with the fact that it's super fast. But all the TSA yeah. stuff, uh, airports are literally like like one of like, like if you want to know what hell feels like, I'm sure that that is like got to be one of the places you can go and just be like, oh, this. <laughs> This this is what this yeah. is it and stuff is is having yeah, to do things bad. and trying to order food but you're on a time limit and you're like oh fuck I fucking hope I, yeah I hope. <laughs> if you want to be on hell hard mode be yeah. a vegetarian in an airport right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god I'm sitting there at the New Orleans airport fucking like twiddling my thumbs going I hope the Shake Shack <laughs> makes my burger quick enough so I can eat it and then <laughs> go over and get on this plane so I can go to Atlanta so I can be in a car for four yeah. hours and stuff yeah, yeah. sucks ass uh, yeah travel is very very long it takes a very long time yeah <laughs> yeah so so I actually have a pretty quick answer for this mm -hmm. because uh, I've observed that like uh, so so there was a day where I did like a lot of uh travel by train in one day. Yeah. And I listened to a bunch of Emperor X. Ooh. Uh and I feel like that is a dude whose music fits perfectly with public transportation. Yes. Yes. I was actually gonna and I feel like if you've heard his music, it should be self evident as to why. Yeah, I, I was actually gonna I was actually gonna mention uh Erica Weston teleport, uh because uh yeah. as I was uh being driven into into Atlanta last summer uh i was listening to it and it felt really cool kind of listening to that album and like kind of coming on to like some bigger highways and stuff very interconnectedness or whatever the album art kind of like has this very like uh you know uh th th this vibe that kind of seems like yeah. a map or whatever of like a, you know like one of those big like road maps and stuff i don't know like uh uh emperor x is very good for road trips that, that album comes out like yeah. next week his new album um, fuck yeah it's on february 3rd uh yeah so uh uh that's fucking awesome i'm excited for that but uh yeah yeah that, that's a big one uh i um also i think there's a lot of trips where i where i would listen to um i don't know i, I feel like anything that's like a, a, a very long continuous album uh that like i don't know feels very like uh, like like where because a lot of travel for me uh involves like just long periods of time where like nobody's talking to me nobody's doing anything like with me and stuff so like i, I won't be interrupted or anything it's very like i'm just like totally alone or whatever uh and so like stuff like yukari telepath uh just got back from the discomfort yeah. like just albums like that, that yeah kind of i run actually together. listened to uh uh no thank you yeah coltar on the way to and from mm -hmm. uh seeing my family over the 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 holiday yeah it's uh it's really good stuff for uh travel i think it's yeah just anything like that yeah definitely close to the edge i'm like i'm a big fan of just like listening yeah. to close to the edge and being like yeah man i'm just gonna close my eyes and just imagine this album like being played and that's gonna be yeah. enough entertainment for me i don't even need to watch an, an airline movie I'm just going to close my eyes and listen to yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, 
favorite sound design in games uh asks uh callie my former roommate who's lovely um that's a great question um Hmm. I feel like I should have an answer a lot of sound design in anime is really good anime is really good about detailed fully yeah um yeah but for some reason in games it's not quite coming to mind oh Luigi's Mansion oh shit the sound effects in Luigi's Mansion fucking bang yeah yeah Luigi's Mansion is uh outrageously detailed and stuff one of my big prevailing like hashtag takes i was having about luigi's mansion i felt kind of like i don't know proud of like do you ever do you ever come away from a read of something and like i'm kind of proud of like like thinking of this as it was uh, uh, all the time uh uh, kind of integral to the to the to the video making process (laughs) i'm sure uh but uh uh was that Luigi's Mansion three is like uh it's it's basically a fucking like LucasArts like PC adventure game like on the Switch and stuff like 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 because it's so absurdly detailed and you're like examining and like pulling on all these different drawers and stuff and everything has like yeah just like these this different sound design everything animates like the, like everything's almost like over animated and stuff like everything moves a lot uh yeah it's a very like loud game to just like look at and just to, to kind of piece out things yeah. in the environment. So it's, it's kind of like a, like a, I spy like one of those books or yeah. whatever, like of, of just yeah, video definitely. games as if it owns. Yeah. But I love that way of putting it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my favorite sound effect in any video game is the sound, uh, you get when you pick up a key. Yeah. <laughs> or, or whatever. <laughs> it's like such a punchy sound. I love it. Yeah. 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 Um, I also love the, uh, <laughs> The, this Luigi as a character is so well done in that in that fucking game and stuff. Just him like walking around and he'll just he'll just weakly just Mario. <laughs> like, he's just so <laughs> pathetic. Yeah, the fact that there's a dedicated button for it for, is really good. Yeah, yeah, and, and like you're looking for him the whole game. So it never it never changes. It's like always that the whole game is just that. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, that's got to be my answer, too. So, I mean, I feel like the easy one is to be like, oh, Dark Souls, you know, like there's all the different moans and crunches and like slimy sounds and stuff. And I don't know. Or like, or really just 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 any like, you know, horror game. I think horror games in general are like very focused on that, on making things like just like have a big like uh, sound like profile and stuff, or at least like the really good horror games. Yeah. Do um yeah but yeah oh no um best i can answer yeah, I absolutely guess. uh the burping zombies in silent hill 4 those are fun <laughs> yeah uh, uh <laughs> rave clash asks for official final fantasy power rankings oh my god i'm not quite sure what that entails like i mean i mean uh, when i think of power ranking i think that means like just ranking all of them uh which i which i can't do comfortably Ooh. but i but no definitely not but l- let me let me think of, i came up with the top five recently yeah i was gonna say let, it's let's, pretty heinous i was gonna say let's do five let's do f- top five so yeah now. let's do five but let's also f- let's also fight about which five let's make this a, a a pop spirit or a pod spirit official okay um oh my god that'd be awful because because like 
I don't know. Like, like, like as soon as a month from now, I'm going to be like, man, I wish I could have, I wish, I wish I could have played Final Fantasy Tactics sooner and then just been like, no, Tactics yeah. has to be. We'll, we'll say that that's on the table. Yeah. We'll say that that's on the table. Yeah, it's, it's on the table. We'll, we'll like, we'll revisit it. I think that'd be fun to do as like a, as like a recurring thing or whatever. Just be like, all right, yeah. we've got to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Okay. I like that. Um, okay, so I can tell you right now, mm-hmm. I feel really strongly about Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, the Crystal Bearers for the Nintendo Wii oh, being on this fuck. list. Okay, yeah. See, see. Okay, this is a lot more fun when you when you explode it to like outside of the numbers. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Fuck it. We're counting everything. Yeah. Fuck just the numbered ones. Right, right. Yeah. So this is this is this is why it's demented. Or this is uh, why it's demented. Count everything <laughs> in Mario, including Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Country yeah. and yeah. like Yoshi's yeah, yeah. story and stuff. Or count yeah. nothing except for everything from like the NES and like the Super Nintendo. Except, yeah, which uh, I I hate him for it. I want to <laughs> kill him. But 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 um, uh, but yeah, let's let's do that for Final Fantasy because that's really funny. Um, okay. Yeah. The, the Crystal Bears. I do not have a leg to stand on. I can't argue with you on it because i haven't okay so i'm gonna pitch it to you okay and you can tell me based on that description yeah if you think that it stands among the leagues of the other games that are going to be on this list all i'm gonna say is that i've seen videos of it and i've and i've like read about it in nintendo power and i always thought the main character looked really cool and the gameplay looked really cool so uh but yeah yeah, yeah. so so it is one of those games where uh so you know how people describe um uh, 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 they describe character action games as being set piece based. Yes, I think that this game is the most literal explanation of that to date because everything has more or less like a one-off mechanic to it somewhere in there huh. that it has no interest in coming back to so as you're playing the first few hours you think okay well this is clearly the main gameplay hook and then it keeps going and it keeps doing new things. Oh shit! Uh, and it's really, it's really interesting in that regard. Um, I think it has a really interesting balance of uh, exciting moments where you're not really doing too much controlling and you're kind of reacting to cool things happening around you, with a lot of moments where you are 100% in control to just take your time. In fact, I would say that this is a game where the the, the instances where you have the most control over your uh uh character are the ones where nothing is really happening and you can take your time uh interesting i think that the story is really compelling not because it tells a really interesting uh uh, not because it conveys a really interesting world but rather because its characters are very immediately knowable and the circumstances that they're put into are very immediately knowable but they play off of each other in ways that are really endearing um so like obviously it's one of those stories where uh it's kind of like an allegory for uh uh oppression or discrimination in very Mm, literal terms and it's kind of didactic in those ways but i don't think being didactic about that sort of thing is a bad thing per se i can't speak to how it talks about those things long term because i haven't played all of it in fact excuse me in fact to be perfectly honest i've only played about three hours of it but (laughs) those three hours are peak video game in my brain um i and i think that that yeah it, it manages to be very charming in how it handles all of those different elements and how it weaves them together in in something that feels structured 
every time I uh, I am reminded of that video game, I'm like, fuck, I need to play that video game. So uh, it's good. Yeah, I think it's still cheap too. I'd suggest getting it while it's still cheap. I I think maybe the two easiest Final Fantasies to throw on here, like from the numbered entries, are uh, mm. seven and five for us. Yeah, Fi- the, like, those those are both on my t- personal top yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, like literally for me, it's seven and then five is number two. Uh, yeah, and, and, and a seven. Uh, you know, I, I would say, I feel like you could umbrella just kind of like in, like have that encapsulate like seven seven remake, like uh. uh so my list has seven and seven remake as two different okay, entries. Yeah. I mean, I I think that yeah. we can consider them two different entities. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. So, so which are which are the ones that you're gunning for? Because we we have Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy V. Those yeah. are a shoe in I feel like I mean I mean like I really like nine, but I don't feel like I'm gonna get any headway <laughs> uh, with 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 nine here. And also like I don't know like like it's been so long that I feel like maybe I'd have a like a different opinion of it and stuff. I think ten fits for us quite well. And so like, Ooh, I, th- I think ten is. I love what I've played of ten. Ten is really yeah. Cool. I, I think I think tens. I'm down to put that on yeah, there. Yeah, ten is fantastic. Uh, like it, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's it's just super good. It's super linear. Like it like uh uh, uh you know I, I, like it. It's only flaws that it opens up right at the end, and uh, uh mm. and it kind of asks you to like do a whole bunch of shit that like I kind of didn't want to do. So like I made the game harder for myself by like kind of just going to the ending stuff anyway. But right, there's another right. game that does that. And uh, I like it worse, but a lot of people like it and they champion it and stuff. So, uh, you know, uh, but uh, Final Fantasy 13 is one of those games that does that. And uh, uh, I, I, I wait, is, are there a lot of people that like 13 more than 10? May, maybe not more than 10, but, uh, but, okay. but, but a lot of people really like 13. And I'm just like, I don't know, like 10. I need to meet those people. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I feel I feel like. I feel like there's, con- there's like there's like a turf war between thirteen likers and fifteen mm. likers. Oh yeah, uh, thirteen and fifteen. Those are the those are the ones that are out there in the in the in the in the pits. Yeah, yeah, right now, and uh, down, uh, windmilling at one another. Which is, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it. I feel like it'd be really easy to just group up those two groups as girls and boys. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but but I feel like I feel like that's. <laughs> That's that's not doing it enough justice. <laughs> but, but I really like fifteen though. But but also I'm very susceptible to like guys being dudes, dudes rock type stuff. Uh yeah, you know. Yeah. So but like uh uh so I wanna <laughs> I, I, I As someone with many a male friend. Yeah. Uh I am too. I, I feel like I feel like maybe we have to like call it armistice and then just like either have them tied as one of our entries as 13 and 15 or or i haven't played 13 though or have neither on the list and we just have to disqualify them until further notice Ooh, wait hold on though i do like the idea of putting a game that i haven't played (laughs) two games that i haven't played one of which you haven't played on this list strictly because i think that having that weird branching off points is fun uh so we have Final Fantasy five, seven, ten, and then the thirteen, fifteen split, and then that leaves us with one spot. Okay, uh, four. I love four. 
Four is cool. I've never played four. Four is so cool. Well, okay, so was, we already we already have one that's like okay, we haven't really played them and stuff, so maybe we shouldn't do that. Right. But, but, I, but I I really like four. Four is like, uh, I don't know. Four four I feel like should be up there with like Dragon Quest three or five or something in terms of just like yeah. RPGs that make other RPGs make total sense. It's like oh yeah, this is why um, definitely. God. I think that we should we should agree to make this last game a non uh non yeah yeah that's non mainline game. I was actually just thinking that too. Uh, Which then comes down to like tactics or crystal bears or like you know as our one. Oh wait 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 so, so like did, did you uh are we not putting crystal bears on there yet or have I haven't I haven't put it on there yet because huh. I feel like we haven't quite decided if that's the right fit. Cr- crystal crystal bears is uh like I mean I don't know I I've played I've played I've played a decent bit of tactics but I don't feel comfortable doing that just yet. But uh cr- yeah. crystal bears is one of my favorite Nintendo Powers covers so I feel like <laughs> oh yeah yeah I have that one yeah so, yeah that's a great cover yeah. so let's just put crystal that was what made me get that game <laughs> let's just put crystal bears on there and then just go like okay cool and then like we'll, we'll cool. revisit this later and then like and actually fight about it if we want but uh, uh that sounds good yeah so I think currently then we need the last thing we need to do is order our list oh okay yeah well seven's at the top right like yes kind of got absolutely be. yeah. Seven, yeah. seven, and then and then five, five. Uh, and then I think fifteen, thirteen should probably be at the back end. Yeah. Okay. So so let's do let's do seven, five, seven R, and then crystal bears, Ooh. and then thirteen, fifteen. Is that is that what we're thinking? Cool. So we're so does that mean we're dropping ten? Oh fuck, ten. No, never mind, never mind. Okay, sorry, my bad. Ten where I put where I said seven R, because I forgot about I forgot we said yeah, ten. I agree. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I think time will show if seven R will succeed. Yeah. Uh <laughs> seven. Oh let me let me I don't know if I've ever said it publicly on the on the podcast and stuff, but enough time has passed and stuff. Let, let me just go ahead and, and say what I what I think is gonna happen with the seven remake and stuff in the future and stuff and i think this would fucking own completely and i would fucking like this would be i would i would turn into one of those gamer youtuber guys if i if this happened in like a trailer or whatever at like e3 or something so like they do a trailer and it's like clearly the second final fantasy 7 remake they show a bunch of story stuff everything they show the like oh man things are a little bit different this time because you know of events that happen at the end of seven R and stuff like, Oh fuck, you know, like, like are, are, are things going to play out the same way they did before, you know, things like that. They go, they, you know, you get a shot of like the, 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 the overworld of just like, you know, all these, these like green pastures and forests and stuff like that, because now you're in the open world and stuff. And that's like the game's whole like gimmick is having an open world and like switching out party members and stuff. They show the title and the title of the game is final fantasy 17. And then and, and and seven, seven is like colored differently. It's it's like it's like it's like it's like the it's like the black text, but but the but the seven part of seventeen yeah. is like yeah. green or something. And yeah. and and yeah. and like this game is so big and it covers the rest of the of the like remake. So like basically, seven seven remake wasn't part one of something. It was prelude to we're gonna make a whole different game. That's like a, like just the. the it's me a whole video game that's just the rest of Final Fantasy 7 in this completely different story that they're telling yeah. and how yeah. that'll how that'll interface with the original story and things like that and it's just me Final Fantasy 17 
Because I, I, I think I think things have have like lined up in such a way that I feel like it's too much of a good coincidence of like to to not just fucking shoot that shot of just like let's just call it Final Fantasy Seventeen because seven's in the title and why not? Yeah. <laughs> and people are gonna be so mad and I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna have such a good time <laughs> online and so and then if and then if, if I'm wrong, no harm, no foul. This was a funny bit of the podcast. But if I was right, yeah, there you go. But if I was right, nobody will You're hear. You're gonna look the, like a genius. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's gonna hear the end of it and stuff. I'm gonna be the fucking like, uh, you know, Hazel will have to like transfer all of her Twitter followers to me and stuff, and and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'll and I'll become all powerful and I'll, I'm gonna let this shit go yeah. straight to my head. I'm gonna be insane. But uh okay so so then our list is number one is final fantasy 7 mm-hmm. number two is final fantasy 5 yeah number three is 10 yes or crystal bears 10. 10 10 okay and then four is crystal bears <laughs> and then and then five is choose your path yeah 15 or 13 yeah yeah it's a flow chart and so, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man, yeah. okay, we should actually do this for the real list later. Let's keep, let's put a pin in this and stuff, and have the list be a mm-hmm. flowchart. And if you choose thirteen, then the list plays out ooh, a different way. And if you, ch- and if you choose fifteen, the list plays out a different way. And so, like, <laughs> I think we should do something like this for every episode. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll. I think we got to make this a thing. Make this a segment. Stop doing a, an entire discography listen through. Yeah, we just got to off the dome power rank shit. Yeah, that'd be so funny. Let, let us know if you guys want that and stuff. You know, or, or like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comment or something. I don't fucking know how you. How do you guys respond to? Send us, us your thoughts on uh, pod pod spirit yeah. pod at gmail Send me. Tell us if you hate it. Tell us if you love it. Send me deranged replies on Twitter. I can take it. And so, like. <laughs> yeah, send them to Nikki. I might not see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, Rhythm Lloyd asks a really good question. Um, uh, what type of fashion do y'all like? Uh, oh. How do you express yourselves physically with what you wear and how you carry yourselves? Oh my god. Uh, um, I I don't. As far as how I carry myself, it's very like head down, yeah. shoulders slumped, virgin pose. <laughs> um yeah (laughs) yeah in terms of carrying myself i definitely carry myself like uh i don't know like someone like someone that you see like like flipping through records at a record store but like is totally not gonna buy anything or whatever just like just that person um uh I, I don't know. I I, I don't want to be a bummer here and stuff. I feel like I definitely don't make one enough money or two. Am yeah. Am in the shape that I want to be to wear the things that I want. So, yeah. uh, so I guess it's, it's kind of complicated. But uh, I'm 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 into sweaters. I like cardigans. Yeah. Uh, I like I like a good like pair of like dark jeans. Uh, I like I yeah. I like good like like really good sneakers i've started kind of going to like uh i don't know i kind of flip-flop between like really liking huge sneakers like a like like i don't know just 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 big old like either like skateboard or like basketball like sneakers and stuff or uh really liking like like norm core like new balances and shit and stuff uh 
Yeah. Uh, my boy Ryan <clears throat> that I do pedal fold with, he wear he wears him some New Balances, and honestly, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Like honestly, <laughs> like like if you go to if you go to a show and you're watching a mathcore band play and stuff, and the motherfuckers got New Balances on and shit and like khakis, it's like oh no, these guys <laughs> like like these guys are about to end my life and stuff. Like like. <laughs> That's what that's like watch like a 1998 Dillinger show. Those guys are wearing like button down like yeah. like 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 shirts and stuff. Like like they're 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 just wearing they just look like normal guys that just got off work. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I and I and I I like to wear some graphic tees, but like uh, uh I, I I don't know. I I like to I like to be conservative about it and stuff cuz I don't know cuz I don't want to be like a walking like uh fan gamer <laughs> ad. <laughs> 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 Shout out to fan gamer though. I do have a couple fan gamer shirts and they're pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I try to be. I try to not buy as many of those as I as I as I can and stuff. I, I have a couple band shirts, but you know, it's nothing too crazy. Like I have a My Bloody Valentine yeah. shirt. It's neat. You know, I uh, I am firmly of the mindset that I never want to spend more than like forty dollars for a single article of clothing. Yeah. Um. And that 40 is basically reserved exclusively for jackets and um, uh, pants or not pants, shoes. Excuse me. Um, The thing about uh, about clothes is that a lot of people insist that fast fashion is like it doesn't last and that it's like a waste of money as a result. But like when I was like flat, flat broke and buying stuff like exclusively off the clearance rack at Forever 21, that shit, I still own a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and I think that there is like a, n- absolutely no reason not to uh, go for that stuff if it's what makes sense and what you can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, generally speaking like I, I don't know i just very very like i dress like you you probably assume that i dress i wear pretty much exclusively a black uh i own like two pairs of shoes and that's it uh one pair that i wear if it is wet out and one pair that i wear if i'm doing a lot of walking um yeah i basically exclusively wear uh high-waisted pants uh, I almost never bother with dresses or skirts unless it's like a special occasion. Um, I, uh, I, I've, I've had like a weird arc where there was a while where I flat out refused to wear graphic tees, but that's like the majority of my wardrobe now. <laughs> um, so I'll just wear like a slightly oversized one and it is, uh, very comfortable. I don't like feeling constricted in my clothing for too terribly long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like right now I'm literally just wearing like a dark throne shirt. Um, Hell fucking yeah. And a cardigan. I, yeah, I still wear a lot of cardigans. Uh, I'm a big sweater fan. Yeah. Um, sweaters. I've been wearing a. Sweaters and jackets are definitely my favorite, like, article of clothing and stuff. Like, my yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I have, like, a really uh, long jacket that I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, like, just above my knees. And I feel like that is good. I like to feel uh, protected by my clothing, I'll say. Yeah. Um, Armor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, which Shin Megami Tensei demons do you think you could beat in a fight? Do Asks, I think I could uh, beat in a fight? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, probably... Uh, 
<laughs> Probably none of them. I I I feel like I feel like I would obvi I would I feel like I'm like I would one thousand percent be like one of the first ones to die at the beginning of those games. Like Oh yeah, absolutely. Like all hell breaks loose and stuff. I'm totally getting stabbed by like a brownie or something. Or like yeah. Jack Frost like freezes me and then kicks me in the nuts and then, then like my whole body shatters like sub zero. Like I think it's less about fighting in, in in a fight for me and more about who I think I could persuade not to kill me. Good point. Good point. Um but I don't really know enough about SMT to guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh like I I I feel like I would get too like I don't know, stressed out or something. I don't know. Like uh uh Yeah, I feel like I'd just panic. Yeah, like I don't know. Like like I I I'm fodder, guys. Like <laughs> yeah oh yeah why are you asking me questions <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm fine so, <laughs> uh, uh wretched yeah. jade asks what's your favorite book and why oh god <laughs> uh all like i i don't i i've only just recently got back into reading books so i guess uh all i can say out of like okay i, I guess like anything that i'm gonna say that's like my favorite is stuff that i'm like that i've uh that I read in high school, so forgive me for that. But uh, uh, I'm still working on Dune and stuff. That's a long book, so uh, uh, I'm still working on reading that. But uh, and I really love the way that it's written. But you know, I I feel like I I don't know. I don't want to say it's my favorite. Um, I really really liked Lord of the Flies in high school. I was like, I really mm. really was taken by that one. Uh, like that one. Like I was actually super interested in reading it in glass all the time so I, I think i liked of mice of men i think i just generally like john steinbeck yeah, i also liked that book i I, yeah. I think i just generally like john steinbeck a lot and stuff like i, I think he's good yeah um but i don't know those... i feel like there was one book in high school that i genuinely really enjoyed reading yeah and now it's gone from my brain yeah i don't know what it was um yeah, it's hard. I don't know if I can say that I have a singular favorite book. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I gave some book recommendations in the last uh, the last podcast, but uh, I'll shout out another one in place of saying that I have a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I should say that in general, I'm trying to read more. I'm trying to read before bed. Yeah, uh, I started reading Haruki Murakami's Norwegian Wood. I can't remember if I mentioned that in the last episode or not. I don't think you did. Um, um but yeah yeah i got through like the first chapter and that's all i've read so far um but i uh <clears throat> i started reading for uh my next video uh it's gonna sound a lot more loaded as to what this next video is about but i promise there's a, a very clear-cut reason um i started reading uh kimi rito's the history of hentai manga oh shit <laughs> Uh, yeah. which is a book that i've been waiting to come out for a long time it is a fucking massive like like fucking gigantic 400 page book hell uh, going yeah going into the history and semiotics of uh Aero manga and i read the first section of it um about the uh gradual uh expansion of breasts in uh Aero manga and how that transferred back to uh shonen comics and uh seinen comics uh yesterday for video and it was very elucidating very fascinating stuff um i wouldn't say that i recommend it to just about anybody i think you need to be uh particularly anthropologically fascinated by that kind of thing um 
but also uh, you need to be comfortable with owning a book that has a lot of extremely graphic imagery inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> Um, um, like I flipped through this thing when I first got it and I was like I was kind of thinking about reading this on the plane but that's not gonna happen <laughs> ain't no damn way ain't no fucking no way. it is a very uh pro- profane book which I'm really happy about like I'm glad that it doesn't feel neutered in any regard and right. it's able to tell its story in uh, a way that yeah. that is equal parts flattering and unflattering i also just think the writing is like really fun the translation is really excellent it's a particular passage that i that i thought was very exemplary of that um but yeah i don't know uh i read a lot of nonfiction just because it feels the most um beneficial to my time just because i like uh learning things that will kind of just become uh common knowledge inside of my brain that i can use for vi- uh, videos in the future i feel like i gotta um, i feel like i gotta take like i gotta go out of my way to like take a look at some nonfiction and stuff because i feel like i'd probably get a whole lot out of it and out of that and it would be easier to read than i'm thinking it is um but yeah uh also uh i'm, I'm gonna send you a link i just saw something on twitter i'm sorry like like i just i have to i have to you have to let's go you got this fucking this is deranged whoa i think i i think <laughs> i think what are these numbers i think those are different locations hazel no. I, I think i think i think i think they're they're getting tats of different cheesecake factory locations on their whole fucking arm, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, I, I just that's amazing. I love, I love, I love the 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 caption. So just in a way, this is a drip. It's true. It's a, this is a. Drip. This is in some way, in some way or fashion, it is a drip <laughs> to have five. Five identical the Cheesecake Factory logos tattooed up and down your arm. Do you think they were all from the same person who's like fucking a? Here we Another go again. Another one? Are you fuck? Another one? Oh my god! Or, or I feel like I feel like the best. I feel like that like like it has to be that like because there's not there ain't one fucking town that has that many Cheesecake Factories, and so so they've got to be traveling. I have to. This might be a branch manager. <laughs> French manager has like <laughs> this is, okay so this. you say that but there was okay so uh <laughs> okay hold on oh like I guess I guess just to be completely clear we're talking about a tweet that I just saw that is a picture of an arm on the street to someone's arm and down their entire arm is like five identical the cheesecake factory logos with numbers to the side where, where it's, it says 43 47 34 and i'm guessing those are locations uh but then also on the bottom like it has other like brands and stuff like 800 pizza pizzeria it says and stuff like because yeah like, like this and hot topic oh my god it does say hot topic i, I do like the, the I, 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 maybe it's every company that's ever fired him or or, or like I, I think i've like read something before about like uh this was years ago like i think when i was in high school or something where like people were like earning money by like kind of using themselves as a billboard and like oh yeah yeah and stuff and then like yeah so, so is this per- is this person just getting crazy checks from the cheesecake factory or something like for life or something or like 
what is the deal? Or are they just like a big fan and the other ones, like the pizzeria and the hot topic one? Like those are the mm. those are the for business, but then these are for pleasure. And it's just all these cheesecake factories that like they're getting tatted on themselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what kind of life you'd have to lead to 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 yeah to to do that. But I don't know. Yeah, that really sidetracked me. I wasn't like I, I saw that and then realized I wasn't gonna be able to think about anything else until I showed it to you. So I was like, I have to. Nobody in the replies has any idea why this is the case. Yeah, yeah, it's it's completely unreal. Um, but anyway, uh, there's that. I guess I, our clock, even though like we we have a couple things to stop and cut out and everything, our clock is around like two hours or so. Do you want to do like one or two more questions? Yeah. Um. Uh. What's your favorite part of writing and recording songs? Oh my god. Uh. I mean. Fuck, I really love the whole process. I honestly, I think I'm more of a fan of the writing side of it, of like just kind of figuring out, like kind of building the train tracks as the train's rolling on it and stuff and just seeing what the next part of the song is and like, oh my God, okay, what what are we going to do after this verse that we've already figured out and stuff like, okay, what do we do then? And then, oh, but what if we restructure it this way and stuff like that stuff is super exciting to me and fun and like, gets me thinking on my toes and stuff whereas recording at least yeah. but whereas recording like takes a physical toll on me <laughs> and it's very exhausting and it's very exhausting so it's very it's very gratifying to hear it back but you don't get that gratification until a while whenever it's mixed and mastered and it actually sounds like how you want it to sound uh but but writing owns i i, I writing is so exciting because writing writing i like i feel like i don't know it, writing is like the point where like you have a good, clear picture of what the thing you're making is going to look like, but it's not quite there yet, and you know you have places to improve and stuff. So, like, you know it's going to yeah. get better than what you just did. So, like, I don't know that that, that stuff is just that, that's just the way that I look at it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Uh, for me, it's the point where ideas are coming to me faster than I can get them down. Mm. Uh that point is like extremely exciting where it's just like, all right, fuck. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, sh- I just got to get the shit down in scraps so that I can uh, go back and refine it later. Yeah. Um, because like my songs use a lot of different layers and they're structured really weird. So whenever I reach a point where those two things are intertwining, it's really exciting. Yeah. Um, also anytime I finally go in and add the lyrics and vocal melody to my voice synthesis, um, program, uh, which I use synthy, which is fucking amazing by the way. And it's free. There's a free version with free voice banks that sound fucking amazing right out of the box. Fuck yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like, uh, when you, uh, are messing with, with things and it's like, all starting to come together and yeah. you kind of envision where it's going that's my favorite part especially the collaborative um, of, aspect and stuff like getting to trade stuff back yeah, and forth and kind of yeah. laugh with each other and be like ha 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 that's yeah. gonna stop this is gonna be crazy and so yeah, yeah like yeah. uh uh so i think i've been kind of dabbling around because i because i got logic on my mac and everything i made a thing that hazel has heard um that like was just like i literally like I don't, I don't know if i mentioned this but that was literally just me like just pressing buttons and i was like oh wait this sounds cool though <laughs> yeah and then and then I, and like uh, uh and, and that i was like laughing to myself about it and i was like well that must mean that i'm doing something right because like yeah that's how i oh, that's yeah. how i know Absolutely. it's going good collaboratively is that like if i'm laughing um 
Also, writing lyrics. I, I have a lot of fun doing it. I know a lot of people really don't like writing lyrics because, like, it's, it's like... I fucking hate it's writing like hard lyrics. It's, like, hard. I love writing lyrics because writing lyrics is, like, an exercise of, like... And this is very, like, I don't know, self-aggrandizing or whatever, but it's, like, very much an exercise of just, like, how clever can I... <laughs> How clever can I be that makes myself happy? That makes me go, oh yeah, that's I don't know. That's yeah. Or not even just cleverness. It's just very much like, like I don't know. Like like it's just me writing stuff for myself that sounds cool. That like I think, kind of gets across something I want to do. I don't know. I I have a lot of fun writing whenever I have a canvas to kind of write on. Um, that's like yeah, one of my favorite things. Um, yeah. Uh, favorite effects pedal. Uh, I'm gonna shout out the uh, the Boss Blues driver. Oh yeah, uh, I feel like that's the only distortion I'll ever it's need. It's a staple. Uh, yeah, my uh, <laughs> my my friend. Uh, I don't I don't play guitar, so I don't have uh, any favorite pedals or anything. But uh, my friend Ryan uh, recently got something that seems like it's gonna be a secret weapon. That is a uh, like a really like that like it's a pitch shifter thing that pitches stuff real far. And uh, he's he he showed me a video of him pitching the guitar like real low, like he got that shit real way down low, like like limbo low and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. We're definitely doing that. And so so so, yeah. so that I'm gonna give a shout out to whatever the fuck he's got going there that's doing that. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll also shout out, it's a little iconoclastic within the genres I primarily write in, but I'm a big fan of the, uh, the Boss HM2, the, mm. the heavy metal pedal, yeah. like the black metal pedal. Yeah. Um. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's fun for loud solos. Um, one question that was sent to our email from, uh, I won't, uh, say their last name, but, uh, Jay is, uh. Hi, Hazel and Nikki. My question is, what is your relationship with Western animation? Uh, are there any movies or shows that stand out to you as exceptional or worth watching? Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kid of the uh, the Cartoon Network era and stuff. So it's like whenever I think of Western animation, I always think of Ed, Ed and Eddie. Like that's like, yeah, probably one of my favorite cartoons ever. Uh, I just uh, I don't know. I just love it. Just uh, 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 I'm also really into like. Classic stuff too uh because i i i grew up with my parents having like a a satellite tv package so uh uh, i had boomerang so i watched a lot of really old shit so uh if you if you know me personally you know that i i have a penchant for finding like uh i don't know just I, i i have like a lot of like looney tunes tom and jerry humor like lodged into my skull and I think that shit is fucking like hysterical. Uh, fucking like Tom, Tom and Jerry fucking kills me. I, I like it. Like there, there's so much about it. Just that uh, like, I don't know. That just annihilates me. Um, there's some more recent stuff I like too. I really liked infinity train. I watched that and I was like genuinely super impressed with it. Um, I haven't watched too much outside oh, yeah, liked, of that, but I liked the first season of the owl house for, for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you should. I think you should probably check out Infinity Train. I think you'd 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 like it. I think like the the yeah. first season is pretty good and pretty like I don't know it, like like it, like it sets up a lot of interesting stuff. And then the second season and third season 
get progressively darker and you can tell like at some point like uh because in between two and three the the series moved from cartoon network to hbo max and you can tell they had a lot of fun with that because season three is like genuinely like pretty messed up for, for some of the stuff that they like start getting into uh you know and it's not exactly like a you know like I I don't want to sound like one of those like you know this ain't this ain't a cartoon for kids anymore but like uh <laughs> but but I do think like like they're able to like kind of mess with some heavier subject matter in a way that's like really satisfying it doesn't feel just edgy you know um yeah and I don't know I like that I, I like that show it's good on the opposite side of the spectrum as far as recent cartoons go uh I got a shout out to KKO oh, for being. Yeah like really endlessly sincere and very genuinely funny. Yeah. Um I feel like that show is a a rare example of like a really like hard on your sleeve inspired by things very transparently western cartoon that doesn't feel like it's just doing the like hey kids remember this thing. Yeah. Um Okay, okay and I really rocks. appreciate that about it. it it's that show's great. Yeah, it's great. Um, so I want to close out with one that's a little meatier. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Twitter user Woozy Snoozy asks, any tips on how to find your people in this quarantine age? Listening to such an engaging virtual creative partnership and friendship on display with the podcasts has been very comforting. Also, what's your favorite SMT overall, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nocturne. Uh, that That's... Nice. It's just as simple as, like, it is... It's just a perfect crystallized gem of a video game. It doesn't. It doesn't get more simple than that. And stuff like it's. It's just. It, it's just the best one. Um. So yeah, Nocturne. Um. And it's also the cheapest one, probably that you can get your hands on and stuff like the. You can probably find the Switch or the PS4 version for like twenty bucks now. But um. Yeah. Uh. In terms of finding your people, uh, that's it's tough to to say. Because I feel like Discord servers. I mean, okay, yeah, Discord server. It's so easy to just be like, yeah, Discord servers. Like, like if there's a creator that you like, and they seem to be someone that kind of vibes with you, right, and stuff. It may not be true that you could necessarily hang out with them, but you might be able to hang out with the people. In that fact, you shouldn't expect. You shouldn't at never. Yeah, the very, very, no. very. Yeah, we got it. We got to stake that in the ground. Yeah, you. Sorry, <laughs> it's not gonna happen, but you can probably expect to hang out with people who like them that also like, like the same things that they like and stuff. And, uh, people who like these people for the same reasons that you do. Yeah. Uh, I say all this and then I'm like, such a, such a dickhead for not having a discord server, uh, but constantly espousing the virtues. But also I just don't, I'm not cut out for that. Like I'm too flighty. I don't want to moderate. Like, like I just, I just, I just, I just wouldn't want to moderate and stuff. Like, yeah. Um, but uh um but I was also gonna say that like it's kind of it's kinda hard for me to say. Like I feel weird saying it, uh like talking about how to find your people now because so many connections that I've made that are still there today, I've kind of made pre-Discord and and I feel like um I don't know. Like, like, I, like, I feel like, I feel like you, you, you kind of like feel it out. Um, because like I have, I have a group of friends. I really like that, 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 uh, you know, I, I, I found through Tumblr. I found like you, me and you were basically through Tumblr. Like, I mean, there's like a, 
whole different avenue yeah. of how we met, but like we we followed each other on Tumblr, and that was how we like kind of uh were were aware of each other's presence, and then like um even before that, you know, like there's like forums and stuff. So I feel like we're we're kind of like on the weird like interstice, like in between like a like a kind of two different generations of of finding people yeah. online. And stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I definitely so. think that that on the whole, I've found um, relationships that have caused me a lot less grief <laughs> from just like yeah. hanging out with people in Discord servers and sharing one another's stuff. Yeah. Um, I think my number one piece of advice is just to be uh, very like organically who you are and to engage with other people very organically. Uh, very seldom do I f- see or find relationships really flourish when it is over, when it is purely one that is through the art that you're creating. I think you just really need to vibe with the people that you're spending time with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think um, f- find it and kind of vibe with them on all fronts. Yeah, finding people that you can like, that you can like disagree with, but still hang out with, and still, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like it, like. Yeah. Just not in the confines of whatever fandom or whatever, like, uh, I don't know, like shared interest thing that you guys just like zero in on this one thing or something. And so like, if you can just kind of yeah. like talk with people and just be yourself and, you know, like, like I, I wouldn't have made like any, any friends or whatever online or whatever, if I wasn't just, just being me and then just like kind of talking yeah. about things in the exact way that I do and stuff and nobody, yeah. and, and that's true of anybody and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I very much agree with that. And so you, you just kind of just got to be yeah. authentic. You just gotta, yeah, you gotta go into something without like a, like an outward agenda. Like I know it sounds like a, a multiplicitist to say, uh, well, you got to go to a Discord server if you want to meet people, uh, if you want to find your people. Yeah. But uh, I also think that that is very... Um, you should be going into it looking for long-lasting friendships rather than, like, creative relationships. Yeah, I don't know. I think is, yeah. is the bottom line. Just, just, just go somewhere and post, and then people are going to yeah. comment and reply to those posts... And then you'll probably just yeah. end up vibing and just like and just and just yeah. ch- hanging out and chilling and stuff. And so, you know, and I think the the beauty of something like a discord server is that at the end of the day, it is very, very. Like low stakes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. I don't like when it comes to. Uh, when it comes to. Sorry, I'm thinking of how to put this. Like, I totally get the idea of having social anxiety in a situation like that. But I think, like, Discord servers are usually pretty tight-knit. And if you're not vibing with the people in there or if they're not vibing with you, that's kind of, like... That's all. That's that's all there is. Yeah, to there's it, not. You know? There's not really a whole lot of like. It's not, it's not gonna follow you elsewhere. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's not really like a whole lot of like convincing to be done there and stuff. Because all any Discord really wants is to just continue to have the place to hang out and and, and to like maintain yeah. whatever like laid down vibe there is or whatever. So like, uh, if it's not your place and you can kind of recognize that and stuff, or it feels like it's not your place or whatever, then you might need to bounce and try somewhere else and stuff. And then just like really like, I don't know, just, just, just see like what fits. Um, 
Yeah. I wish I had. I, I, I wish. I wish this was, this was something I could. I could give more definitive, like, tips on. But uh, uh, you know, it's kind of. I, I guess it's kind of uh, weird now and stuff like. Or, or I guess it's kind of just weird in general to kind of try to describe how to make friends and stuff because it kind of just happens. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, I think that's about uh, yeah. all we got. Yeah. I'm going to make mac and cheese for my darling wife. Hell fucking yeah. Yeah. And from scratch. From scratch? Hell yeah. From so, scratch. You're going to make your own mac. I just needed to be clear. I'm not I'm not just going to throw a box of mac in oh, there. That's a valid fuck. way to go, but yeah. you know. That rules. Um, I don't yeah. think I've ever made macaroni from scratch. I've not really made anything from scratch. Uh, but <laughs> It's a pain. It's really, really tedious. But yeah, fuck, man. Like it's fucking awesome hanging out and stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, th- this is a lot of fun as always. Yeah, uh, it was uh, fun to get to talk about stuff other than music. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, I didn't really listen to a whole lot. But now that I have free time again, yeah, I'm having fun. I'm doing stuff worth talking about. Yeah. Uh, th- thank, thank all of you, uh, on Twitter for, for following me or th- thank the 50 of you that, that, that watched that video and then went, okay, yeah, I'll follow. And so like, I don't know that, that that's like, I didn't expect that much. It's weird. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah. you know, so if you want more stuff, uh, for me, uh, you can go to patreoncom slash explode when defeated. Uh, I've got some podcasts there that you might be interested in about like Kaiju stuff and, uh cartoons and uh movies and things like that we've got planet of the apes i don't know we talk about that on there a lot uh and then uh you know me and hazel have music and uh i'm doing live streams uh fucking what is it oh god twitch.tv slash anti-laser 009 uh it's so weird that I that I can like promote a Twitch now. That I don't know. That feels weird to me. I d- didn't feel like I would, like I didn't figure that I would I would I would have a Twitch to promo. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I poke in there uh, every. I try to poke in at least for a little bit every stream. It's, it's yeah. It's because uh, it's around the time I eat breakfast. Yeah. So yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. It's fun. So yeah. It's it's a just uh sunday afternoons. Like it's just that's the only time I'm interested in doing it right now and stuff. Like if I move out and I have a lot of time or something, then maybe I'll do it more often. But, uh, for now it's just Sunday afternoons at like 1 PM Eastern time or something. If you read Shonen jump, I'll just jump on there and just talk about stuff and hang out. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just talk some shit and have fun. Yeah. So yeah, guess that'll do. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we will be back in another two weeks. Yeah. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Farewell.